Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Ben Errington, and today I'm joined by two very special guests. Uh, Danny Thomas and Connor Malloy are the hosts of Scream Queens podcast, two Irish weirdos masquerading as smoking hot bombshells, coming together to drink wine and discuss the things that go bump in the night in this digital low-key sat- satanic ritual. Nearly said satanic, that's not a word. We're talking cults. Serial killers, demons, our cats, and all things spooky. I'm just, that's the description of the uh, of your podcast, of course, not this one. Uh, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. How long have you read that? So embarrassed. We are so embarrassed. We wrote that in 2020 <laughs> in a mania. <laughs> like in, the... <laughs> in a state of mania. Oh, yeah. we were so drunk our first episode. Like, we didn't even, like, we recorded it again. But, yeah, we were like, this is what we're going to be. And then, yeah, it's just stuff. So it was a strictly, so it started in lockdown. Is that right? The Scream Queens podcast? It did. Yeah. I mean, we, it, Danny was actually on to me, I think, even long before lockdown to start a podcast or to do something. Danny and I have actually only met in person a handful of times. We met in like 2013. Oh, wow. And then didn't meet again until 2021 <laughs> in person. Yeah, and we had the podcast and everything going then, like, at the time. Yeah. But it's just, like, we've always been, like, really close online friends. Um, mm. And we always got on, like, so well. And, yeah, it just kind of, yeah, just stuck. Stuck yeah. with each other. I, I, she, won't, <laughs> she won't leave me alone. She keeps creating new Instagram accounts, and, um, <laughs> as you may be aware, and changing her name and face. And she has a chin now, which is great. I have a chin now. <laughs> but um, yeah, she was on to me for a while to, to do this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And really was firmly of the belief that only dickheads have podcasts. <laughs> so, and yeah, and I'm, I'm already kind of, you know, not escaping those allegations as it is before I had a podcast and the last thing I needed was to you know cement that but uh, after about 10 months of 
not being able to leave my house she she finally broke me and we said we'd just do it and kind of not really make a plan not really fully have it developed know what it was and just have fun with it and 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 have fun with it we did and it was it was such a great experience I think that sounds like the best podcast seems to start anyway isn't it like you don't really have a plan you kind of just go in and and whatever happens happens I yeah. think we planned a little bit at first and then it kind of just fell by the wayside when we just started bad plan. Just, yeah you know we just literally were like, like let's just sit down and record and and whatever fucking comes out of our mouth just comes out of our mouth and and that's when it was like so much fun and we, we started to actually get like a following in one state in America Virginia <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> love you Massachusetts yeah. <laughs> hopefully I listen to this episode I certainly hope so. Oh, yeah. Well, they have been well, we're started. Gonna, we're going to be back. We're going to yeah. be back. It's so, back. so at the moment, you're taking like a bit of a hiatus, and but your plan is to come back soon. In the next <laughs> week, I'm just going to say it because, wow. like, you're, you're advice. Yeah, no, Ben, we're taking your advice. We're going to come back next week. Um, but yeah, we did take a hiatus. Connor um was going through a lot with moving house. He got like a new big boy job. Um, and again, like we said, when you start in quarantine, you have endless time, so time. to do things. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't, and I didn't have time to like do notes or research, anything like that. But um, yeah, it's just a case of like putting the time aside and yeah, we're going to come back and in the next is, week or so. It is a lot of time and it is a lot of work. Yeah. Like obviously a couple of it's, hours a week for an episode is fine, but everything that goes on behind the scenes, you got to watch the film well well look I mean that that is actually something that I did want to say is that I actually did research uh for this episode so I've already put in more effort into your podcast than I ever did into oh, our wow, own because we yeah. were famously Danny put in weeks <laughs> of research she read like censuses censi- the census censi- I read the census of, of these that, that's the name of an of, episode of Salem in like 1601 who was oh on the census and, and I just used to show up <laughs> and then kind of complain about and make I fun of what she was telling me <laughs> so, so I uh, love it Danny I put in all the effort no 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 that's what works for a lot of people is that like literally when you've got the facts and then you've got almost like Connor is the audience and, and kind of reacting yeah, to one yeah. of them. And, you know what I mean and, and that's why it works so well and I wouldn't have it any other way and I know I always complain I'm like you just have to sit there you don't have to do anything why are you late why are you not doing <laughs> but that's yeah. me yeah. that was a talent <laughs> talent shows up whenever he is no he whenever absolutely talent is talent a hundred percent a hundred percent like oh, yeah oh, I've always said that thank you we actually did try to do it the other way a couple of times and those episodes bombed i i just i i i I can't and it's funny because like i like i have an agent like i do a bit of acting and stuff on the side and i can do that fine but whenever you know i'd be telling a story to danny it'd be literally like and then she went into the house and the house had purple curtains and a green door it was an ugly house apparently. and you know and it was and it was just no 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 it, it just it just didn't work so and danny would be too like if I was talking for too long Danny would usually get too drunk to actually then make sense when she was going to speak so that was what we, we kept calling our we kept calling it our cursed format and we eventually yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, we wouldn't do those for a couple of weeks and Danny would get annoyed and say I'm sick of researching I'm sick of it and then okay okay we'll do one of the cursed format and then we do it and she'd hate it and she'd be like okay no we'll go back to the other way okay. that's we're not putting this up it's like, I'll do it I'll just do it 
That's the recipe. So I pull something out of my ass like on the day and be like, I'll, I'll do it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did a couple of the movie ones as well. And it's just because like we, I like it those. just doesn't suit us. I, I like them too. It just doesn't suit us because I don't like having Connor talk more than me. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've got to balance that air time. That's yeah, important. I don't know. It's, it's not even that. It's just like he just, he, he's so natural. And he just thrives when he's thrown into something without anything in front of him. Um, and that's like my favorite. Like the, the ones I enjoy the most are when I'm like literally telling him a story that he hasn't heard before. Like there's an episode that we did like the, the Highgate vampire. Oh or, God, that's my favorite. I, I can't remember. Oh, wow, okay. And it's just literally just, he's just losing his mind. Right I did lose. I did. I, I started doing a May, Way, a May West impression of an old hag that wasn't. Yeah. Guys, listen to the episode. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it here. I'll withhold that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that is, that's, that's the magic formula that works. Danny has to work really hard to be entertaining. And I just, it comes really naturally to me. And I'm fine with that. I'm okay that yeah if you've got a format that works i think stick to it you know don't try and mix it up too much because you know if you've got a good thing going got a good thing going on stick to it that's it um of course for everybody it, so. listening speaking uh, speaking of why are we here you're so good on your own why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um okay well, talk, obviously, I'll put the show in the show notes. I'll put the link to the Scream Queens podcast as well. Ooh. If you want to go and check it out, and the new episode will be dropping apparently in a week. So I mean, let's not commit. Let's not let's commit. Not commit to no, right? We have to commit now. It's the twenty-sixth. No, if you want to know the date, you must answer this riddle three. <laughs> riddle the first. The first. <laughs> I'll just go over here. <laughs> uh, okay. Right, I'll the big it is half a Simpsons podcast as well, by the way. Is it? Uh, like we Not just, by we, choice. We, we actually started no, okay. the equivalent of a swear jar for Danny. Yeah. Whenever she made <laughs> a Simpsons <laughs> reference, she had to literally put money into a jar because it was <laughs> like, like Matt Groening was coming after us for copyright infringement <laughs> because she was kind of trying to pass it off as her own jokes. They'd be like, no, it was not. Oh my God, I've, I've definitely done that more than once passed off a simpsons joke as my own and it's worked so Hard not i respect Hard. i respect you danny for that i absolutely respect thank you. you thank you uh okay let's let's because we've got lots to talk about on this episode we've got like two whole prom nights to discuss oh. that's two whole nights uh so let's quickly jump into some horror news for this week we have got five nights at freddy's mm. the first official poster and teaser trailer for Blumhouse's video game horror movie, which is releasing on the 27th of October this year. Um, I think it's going to be theatrical, but also on digital on demand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, either of you guys interested in this? Have you played the games at all? I've played the game. I haven't heard anything about there being a movie, though, which is really interesting. Oh. I well, haven't played the game um because i'm not again the last game i played was literally like sonic the hedgehog or like gauntlet on the commodore 64 i'm just not like a good one gamer at all Commodore 64 yeah i I have an older brother so (laughs) it was his Um, that was two weeks ago 
<laughs> it's great the, the, the classic <laughs> I um, but uh, I've never played it but it is actually it's something I've been kind of keeping an eye on since I heard about it because there was always something about the Five Nights at Freddy plot that always really intrigued me this kind of I, I like horror that kind of dwells into this mm. kind of childhood nightmarish kind of twisting something yeah. from your childhood into something really really dark and even I, I only watched that promo when it was I think it was released last night I watched it yeah, and, really, and really the really visuals really. in it uh, we're we're brilliant so I'm, I'm definitely sold on it but whether or not i am brave enough to watch it in a cinema where i will be embarrassed of screaming or whether i'll watch it alone <laughs> in my house um you know will remain to be seen well let's say you've got the choice it looks like it's releasing like pretty much the same day I know. did either, either of you see willie's wonderland yes i loved Nick it Cage? Yeah, so that seems like really pretty it. much very very similar sort of plot um that's what i would be thinking like who who is starring in this in in freddy's so in Five Nights at Freddy, yeah. uh, Josh Hutcherson. Oh, oh. Matthew Lillard. Oh, Matthew, Matthew I like Lillard. <clears throat> Matthew oh. Lillard's in it. I don't oh. know what role he's playing. Uh, we stand, we stand he's Freddy. Lillard. We talk about him all the time. Elizabeth Probably. Lale, <laughs> Cat Connor Sterling. Oh, yeah, Matthew Lillard is horror, horror royalty, mm. um, particularly is, for absolutely. his turn in 13 Ghosts, I think. I have, oh, a, my God. I have yes. a tattoo of him. Yes. I have a tattoo of him and Ski Ulrich. What? Um, Wait. You, oh, okay. Oh, that bit. That makes sense. I, was like, to, I like, couldn't make the, the connection in my head. Then. I'm like, <laughs> Why? We've actually it's got the two we've of got... them in a heart, and then it says B and S forever in blood. Oh, wow. I love it. <laughs> Starting to feel a little woozy yeah. here. Um, yeah. Thirteen ghosts. Uh, we've actually got a video on our YouTube channel, which uh, for, which co-host. Luke Condor edited, and the video is called "Matthew Lillard Can't Stop Jizzing." And basically, when, <laughs> whenever he has like a, whenever he has like a weird uh, sort of ghost, yeah. ghost attack, we've just done a little jizz oh, count, does, like, yeah, like, like he's jizzing in his pants. He's like, "He's <laughs> <laughs> And, and there's even a bit there's even a bit where he, he he's so truly he's so fucking truly that poor man oh, just can't so control his delivery glance oh i'd be like that. get into a different I love him. He's so job get a different job like no. this seems <laughs> painful every no. time oh, 13 ghosts though 13 ghosts what a fucking mm. film i actually only rewatched it recently it is actually such a favorite of mine because it's so it's so such camp horror do you know it kind of and it kind of yeah. knows yeah. what it is and really leans into it do you know Hundred um, percent, love, love that. And it's got like the the design, like the creature design, like all the ghosts is, and the house, the house notch. design, the machine. I mean, of the house. you couldn't you couldn't do anything in private in that house. Though, no, you? it's absolutely no. outrageous. <laughs> like what what an impractical house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... I'm just gonna go upstairs to have a quick. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. Everyone can see <laughs> no, I'm, this. No, I'm good. And it's always moving that house as well. That's like no, a Rubik's cube house. So impractical. Yeah. I'd end up like... getting split in half. Does someone get split in half? Oh, lucky you. (laughs) Well, lucky me, you know, we take it where we can get it. One can only dream. I'd be split in half, but everyone would see because of the the window. Lucky them. Exhibitionist. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, this, yes. Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll just quickly do the synopsis. A troubled security security guard begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza while spending his first night on the job. He realizes the night shift at Freddy's won't be so easy to make it through. What did I say? 
Okay, did, I, did I say something wrong? I don't know. No, no, no. I just I love the idea that someone made a film about a troubled security guard. Like I want to, <laughs> okay. I want to know what happened. Like you know, have you never seen Paul Blair Small Cop? No, but that's what I mean. I want to know what happened to the prelude to the film. Like before the film starts, like how did he get that job? Why did he get that job? Is a security guard really a position for someone who's really, really troubled? Like when you think about it. Uh, no, so that's it. That's all. That's all. I just, I, I, just, I don't know why troubled? I find that so funny. Yeah. Not really. You're hired. <laughs> you must come to this haunted factory. <laughs> oh, you will be. <laughs> you fill out oh this God, part yeah, of the questionnaire on your inner demons. Uh, that will be awesome. <laughs> isn't there absolutely loads of like Five Nights at Freddy's lore as well? Like, isn't like the story surrounding it like really extensive? As, as far as Reddit. I fucking people. Being Is it just Reddit? Reddit? Is it just people on Reddit? But no, but yeah. it wasn't, isn't there more than one game? Like, isn't there like yeah six or seven games yeah, so like i suppose when you consider the plot of seven games how long yeah. can the game be mm. yeah true. i mean that is true Still, looking forward to it I'll, I'll definitely be checking it out we'll probably mm. i'm sure we'll do it i'm sure we'll do an episode as well when is that i will 27th of october so oh, okay. soon i will say though i always know what you're playing because i play my housemates playstation and if you see, oh, like, yeah. Fatboy play this game, it's me. He doesn't play anything, oh, it's always just me. And I always, like, scroll, I, know, I always, like, scroll through the, like, for you thing, and I'm like, what's Ben playing? So you can like, just see play, like, how like... many hours I plow into my <laughs> Commodore 64. <laughs> Godless. You're just going to see <laughs> how, many times, how many times I play Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, because that's, that's all I play. Well, I've literally so. started Ghost of Tsushima this week for the first time ever. I saw it. Stop stalking oh his game device. I don't know how that works. Like she said it like it was really normal. Like, oh, I can see what you're playing at all times. And I was like, but you can't. That you're meant like, to yeah. happen. I love doing that it's as like, well. Though. This person played this game for the first time. And it's like, yeah. this person installed Now TV for the first time. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? It's this everything person's... you do. I don't yeah. see everything that I'm watching on my PlayStation. Uh, this... Turn off that function. <laughs> Turn that function off. For your own Chris also, you can... hub for the first oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but honestly. The first time? Yeah. <laughs> um... You want it on the also... big screen when you have a free house. You need it on the fucking TV. Also, you, you can like... kind of like, when you look at it, you can kind of like look down your nose at people like going, PlayStation, yeah. 4, PlayStation 4, is it? Like, oh, God. Spyro the Dragon, are you 10? Yeah. Playing, like, fee- playing FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> playing FIFA 19 at 3 a.m. <laughs> Lonely. Yeah, a single Lock. watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, um, next piece of news. There is the first look at a movie called The Chapel, which is the next horror movie from Piggy director. Carlo, uh, Carlota Pereira, who we interviewed on this show, all about oh, the movie Piggy, which is awesome. which is super exciting. Um, so yeah, this is the first look we've got, just like an image, um, and also like a plot about about it. The film centers on Emma, eight years old, who seeks out Carol, a fake medium. That could be a, a spoiler to communicate with the spirit of a <laughs> yes. little girl who has spent <laughs> centuries trapped in a chapel. Centuries trapped in a chapel. Centuries. Well, she's a ghost, I assume. <laughs> I'm just well, thinking yeah, Emma, but that's a long I'm time, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I she's she's not only been there for six months, like you know, the guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she was a trouble security card. Who? How many podcasts would she have started in in centuries? 
Trapped oh my god, I would love that. If we could have like a ghost start a podcast, I would love that. That'd be so fucking good. Like, literally, I can't hear the name Emma in a spooky context without thinking of butter, Connor, because I just can't. Spooky Emma. So I was like, Wait, uh, no. thinking of what? <laughs> d- d- no, d- don't get me started on the butter thing. <laughs> I'm low key. There's two things that I'm obsessed with in this world, and the first is nuns. Okay, I am just obsessed with nuns. If you mention a nun, I just it makes your story twenty times more entertaining if there's a nun involved. And the other thing is colonial butter churning. For some reason, <laughs> the funniest concept in the world and one day Danny was telling me a story on the podcast not like over coffee about uh, a girl a little girl who got possessed by a demon and I decided I thought the story was taking place in colonial times which it wasn't and kept turning it into being about butter churning um because there was no butter in the story there was nothing about butter there was plenty the the episode is called I can't believe it's not butter (laughs) no I can't believe it's not emotional support butter. Oh, does emotional support butter work? Do you just rub it on your person? I can't even remember what the fuck is going on. That was one of the episodes. I like how you're like, I assumed this story took place in colonial times and it didn't. No, no, but (laughs) I was just telling a story and you go, Is this story Mm, taking place in colonial times? And what there's did the town the- crier think? <laughs> like, yeah, no. There's a part in the episode, right, where I actually have to yell at him because I'm trying to talk and we're both laughing. I'm like, fucking just be yourself, you're gonna laugh, just be yourself, be yourself. And then I'm trying to talk, but I can see him laughing while he's muted. And we're both just like, ah. It takes us like 20 minutes for that one part alone to get past the fact that it might be butter. But then there were nuns involved as it transpired. So that episode, that episode, three burly nuns ended up being involved in that story. That was the description. That was was a highlight. Burly nuns. That was a highlight. Well, I assumed they were burly because they had to hold down the possessed girls. So they must have been pretty strong. Yeah, some pretty Three of the convinced burliest nuns. That's one thing that like it was always like that's Connor's one job is that he sits and he does the synopsis. And it's always so funny. It's always like hilarious, but like with that funnier one, than the episode, arguably. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely. Anyway, we'll stop talking about butter because that seems to be all. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Buttery, buttery nuns. Nuns from Brooklyn Nine Nine, like Terry loves yogurt. Like, Connor loves butter. <laughs> Ew! Delightful. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What are we talking about? Emma. Uh, and- yeah, um, <laughs> that that one that that one about the ghost of the chapel that sounds good. Uh, well, I'm sure it we doesn't sound as good as our well. Scream Queens episode. It doesn't sound anywhere near <laughs> as good as that episode. Um, okay, and then finally, um, the platform two Netflix is teasing an upcoming sequel and a look oh, at yeah. new characters. I don't know if either of you have seen that. It's kind of like a what is it like a social dystopian allegory? Kind of, dystopian. Yeah, 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 like a platform full of a load of a load of lovely grub, butter, load of slop, load of butter, and nuns. No, Just but the nuns are running the show. You know they are. They're always running yeah. the show. The nuns are behind it all. Yeah. Um, right. I kind of, I kind of like films like that, but they're also like kind of disgusting. I don't really like watching people eat. And uh, there's a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, it's not on my thing. People just know. shoveling food it's into like that, their gobs. That movie, the the menu. I I didn't like that. I okay, I did like that, but also mm. the eating and that was actually at a minimum. <laughs> like there was actually yeah. no, like no, I don't know, I don't know I what you mean think it's that was about. about food and it was crap. Yeah. The courses were like, I just here's, didn't like it. here's your tax record. 
print on an anana bread <laughs> and stuff like that. Wasn't I it? loved it. It was great. <laughs> it was good. I did like that. I, I, d- I don't like her face. I think <gasps> it was her face. Yeah, I don't. She's I got one of those faces, I, though, which I feel like is just fascinating. Oh, I can't not like it. I've made for camera. Problem. Made for camera. Because didn't she get told like, not... like at auditions years ago that she looked too odd? Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't I think, uh... say odd. <laughs> you look oh, a little no. bit, you I know. Think people <laughs> did say that I think people used to say to her, like, you look, are you all right? Unique. She but... is very unique looking. I'll give her that. But it's just the fact that I can't take her seriously because she just looks so cute and impish and whimsical. And I'm like, She's very impish. Like, right. I, I can't. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not Nicholas Holt. I, I just can't stand him anyway. And I'm like, No, Nicholas Holt. I'm with you on that. Someone like Nicholas Holt. Yeah. I've, I've never, love, been, I've uh, never been on board name? with him. Rafe. Rafe Fines. Oh. Yeah, I love him so much. But like, yeah, the, the two main characters that you were supposed to get behind. Well, not, not so much Nicholas Holt, but like, I'm just kind of mm. like, nah. if it's all Rafe Fines just playing Gordon Ramsay, I would be into it. But yeah. You know, he's kind it's of playing Voldemort, though, isn't he? He's kind of a little like, bit, yeah. Very yeah. Voldemorty that performance, I thought. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so a sequel to the platform. It's probably going to be like more of the same, isn't it? Really, just making us look at ourselves and thinking, do we consume uh, too much and all that stuff? Um, I think it's the same director as well. So yeah, there we go. Um, I'm pretty sure that's it for horror news. Anybody, has Ooh. there been any other horror news that any, I may have missed? Anybody seen anything announced this week? I don't think so. No, no. not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware uh, of. Although I did recently discover the film Skinamarink, which I had it, it completely now, kind of flown under my did radar. Did you watch um, it? I didn't watch I'm it all the way. I'm too afraid. Oh, so I you've put re- it on. Oh, so you've recently discovered it and you've not seen it. No, I I, I discovered I stumbled across in, in the worst possible way. I discovered it. I stumbled across a YouTube video about it and was like, oh, what's this? Mm. And then I was like, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> no, it's a little bit too close to the bone for me. I used to have these kind of not, the visuals of it reminded me of oh, these wow. nightmares okay. I used to have as a kid. So I was like, no, I'm just not, it's definitely going to work it. for you then, I think. Well, I'm um, building up the courage. I'm building up the, the courage, I think, to watch it. Yeah. Um. So. I've seen it. We we did an episode on it uh, a little while ago. I'm not sure mm-hmm. when it was when it whenever it was released on Shudder. I think if you've got like a history with like the the subject matter, then I think mm-hmm. it will work for you. For me, not so much. It was very very minimalist, very lo-fi. And... Same, yeah. It was very slow for me. I, I oh wait, you, really you've seen it. it as well, Danny. You've seen it as well. Yeah. Sorry, I've I seen the first. I turned it off after like a few minutes. I was kind of like. It's mm. definitely one of those, isn't it? Where you're like. Yeah. I don't know. I think you kind of. I, I think it would have been better seeing it like in a cinema where you just you had to sit and watch and you couldn't do other things. If you watch it at home, yeah. I was a bit like I just wanted to do other things, you know. And I hate it when a film makes me feel like that. But I think it's it's got very very mixed reviews from people saying this is pointless and boring and shit, and other people saying it's the most effective horror experience I've ever had. Yeah, so. yeah, real real device. That seems to be because I put up on my my Instagram being like, oh, I just discovered this kind of afraid mm. to watch it and like that my dms kind of blew up being like yeah and it was but it was really like some were saying don't bother it is the worst some were saying it was yeah. brilliant it was it was really really divided like that so i will mm. watch it eventually it's one of those things i really have to build myself up i've been listening to like analysis videos of it on youtube and things like that yeah. so i kind of know everything that's going to happen but i have i actually i'm kind of building up the courage to sit down and experience it and i'm not really a scaredy cat when it comes to horror but because i because i love it but there was just something about 
the visuals that I have seen of it. Yeah. I, and the toy, toy phone, anything got to do with like childhood stuff. It set, kind of gives me the willies in the bad way, you know, so... <laughs> So I, uh, I, yeah. I, I, honestly, I, f- I recommend you to, to watch it, I think, because hey, for me, I I'll kind of that. went in kind of just a bit, I don't know, not cynical, but kind of like it just didn't didn't quite grab me. Did you me. see, though, why people would be afraid of it? Oh, totally. That's that, that's yeah. kind of the fascinating thing about it is the fact that even though I didn't particularly enjoy it or like it or think it was <clears throat> effective for me, I, I could definitely imagine why it would be effective for for people. Yeah. I like I tend to kind of base my my view on horror movies like that like there's movies that would absolutely not be scary for me but for somebody else they shit themselves like for me baby yeah yeah. (laughs) for me (laughs) the most terrifying movie is dead silence (gasps) because I have I have like severe it's like puppophobia but like that's what it's called um I but like no, it, Jack, Google it. Google it. Pupa, Pupaphobia. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> no, that's like, um, what's that called again? That's like a weird one. Tryptophobia. Oh, that's No, but I thought that was called like animatronophobia or something, isn't there? Like some kind of That is a separate thing as well. Oh, it's separate. like animatronic phobia. But you it's can be so niche, animatronics isn't it? underwater. That's like a very specific. <laughs> yeah, there's so many weird things, but like with mine, it's like literally, it's it's dolls, dummies, puppets, like any of that shit. I I just can't handle it. So like yeah. specifically, I would say probably like ventriloquist dummies, which mm. is why that movie is fucking terrifying. But I love it because it's one of the only movies that can make me just have a panic yeah. attack while I'm watching it. And that's what you want. And it's got movie. big fucking sexy Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, that's not Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> it is Donnie Wahlberg. No, it is. Is it a Wahlberg? It's your is man, it a, it's your man from True Blood. It's your man from no, True Blood. No, it isn't. It's Donnie Wahlberg. Google what it right now. Google it right now. Nobody is ever called Donnie Wahlberg sexy. Nobody. Oh, I think he's sexy. It's Donnie Wahlberg. Connor, Google it. I promise you, it's, it's Donnie Wahlberg. It is Ryan Quanten. And Donnie Who? Wahlberg is a detective. Famous for playing Vinny on Home and... Oh. <laughs> yeah, Donnie's in it. Donnie's in it. Big sexy detective, Donnie Wahlberg. The right Detective, detective Lipton. Ice to yes! himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told you. Oh, my God. He was in New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh. I'm a right, big girl, you're a big girl now. <laughs> it also has Amber Valetti in it, and she actually looks like Winterlicus Dummy. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> just in real life. There we go. That's but why yeah, she was cast. Yeah, that's, that's one it. movie that just makes me fucking like lose my yeah, mind. I, I, think, I hate it and I love it. I think that's what's so good about horror is that like there's such a huge amount as a cross section of fear is, is amazing because so many people can draw like from subgenres and stuff that, that really do affect them and other people just be like what are you on about it's not scary mm-hmm. um yeah that's not how it works you know you can watch it's a like comedy arachnophobia and... wouldn't bother yeah. me but someone who's afraid of spiders no because i am afraid of spiders and that's a delightful family romp uh it actually is starring <laughs> <laughs> the wonderful yeah, jeff daniels <laughs> isn't it have jeff you daniels ever have you ever seen the yeah, trailer yeah, yeah. for that it's no. so it's so whimsical and family friendly that trailer. Oh. It's tra- it, it's literally like you go to it. Spider is great. 
They might Jesus. fall on your face while you're sleeping. Oh no, I, I I love arachnophobia. I'm actually gonna do a rewatch of that again. That's yeah. a point. I really that, like it. that was that's one of it. when I was a kid. That was one of the few uh like videos that we had on vhs like for some like back then like vhs it seems to cost like 25 pound for one yeah had like a small selection it was like arachnophobia um the sandlot kids uh chicken run later later on in life it was chicken run and we just watched them to death yeah you just watch them over and over again you memorize every every word yeah now you kids with your streaming and your teaming and your (laughs) hip-hopping Yeah. <laughs> instant gratification your instant uh, gram well, that's the thing. It's, it's the same with porn you just had the family computer in the dining room and like an ear for footsteps and you're like fuck that's all you had back then but now you have it too easy Everyone I miss the risk yeah, I, I know risk. yeah that's what the, the honest thing was and you're like well there's no know. risk of anyone catching me so do you remember this do you remember there was that whole thing that like i remember when i was a teenager i think someone like it was a thing that i i don't know anyone who actually used to do it but they said it was like a game that like you would have a wank and then like when you came you'd shout for your mother and so your mother would start coming to you and it was about trying to like clean up as quickly as possible after i don't know anyone who ever actually did it but it was like one of those like urban That's legends that like boys, boys totally like yeah you just end up <laughs> can you imagine busting and be like ma yeah. <laughs> my mother is so lazy she never would have come she would have like what yeah there'd be absolutely <laughs> no, no, no fear well, so come here <laughs> anyway <laughs> um right Risky wank stories aside, mm. um, it, that is a real life horror though. Risky wank stories. Yeah. You know, now we've got it. Na- the name now of my autobiography. Now we've got 4K streaming. We've got access to OnlyFans. We've got it all. You know, we've got it all. Back in the day, it was just a porn magazine folded up in a in a woodland. Okay, how old are you? I'm pretty <laughs> just, old. I'm pretty old. Can I tell you my just porn? Going... My porn mag horror story yes it is it is it is a horror story so yes. uh, <laughs> the night <laughs> that my dad passed away boston right oh, what a sexy story um, it's such a sexy story but i was staying in uh his room at the time so literally i was like in there the whole week got to about day three and the fucking mattress protector thing popped up and I was like I'm just gonna fucking remake this lifted the thing and found like my dad's old porn from like the 80s I was like this is the best thing ever like took it out and it was like literally this like busty German milf lesbian so like everything like everything weird and I like immediately FaceTimed my brother and he was like I remember those I used to jerk off with those all the time and I was like Oh no. Family like, heirloom. Like, Family heirloom, yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> so I was literally just like, I'm gonna put them back where I got them. That's fine. So I made the bed nice, got back into bed. Two hours later, my mom was like, We have to go, your dad's dying. And I was like, How am I gonna look his dead body in the face after this? <laughs> Can I bring the magazines? <laughs> Everyone got their chance to go in and hold his hand, and I was like, I know you're a pervert. <laughs> We all are. Wow. We all are. That's the truth. And, and, and Danny, I, I'm, 
I'm imagining because of the time period that the magazines were shot, like were there a lot of like feathered bangs? Oh, absolutely. Like, as big blue eyeshadow. Yeah. <laughs> and they were German as well. So it was like proper, like hardcore all, stuff. All just on the cover alone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Serious Bush. Yeah. Serious Bush. Serious Bush. Fair play to them. Kate That's Bush. right. Talking about, <laughs> talking about like uh, uh, porn urban legends. Did you ever? Is this an urban legend, or have I just made? Have I just misremembered this? The urban legend of somebody uh, masturbating, lying on their <laughs> lying on their bed with their eyes closed. Who knows what they were listening to? Then they have music and headphones as well. And when they open their eyes, uh, they had like a cup of tea and a, and a slice <gasps> of toast that their mum had brought. <laughs> That's. Is that is this I would just. I would throw it over them if I was their mother. <laughs> Just, I can't help but feel, is no. this an urban legend or a memory that you have repressed? <laughs> memory. Yeah. It's a very it, British it, thing, Ben. It would be very... Tea and oh, toast. I, I won't disturb fair, him. <laughs> no. I was much... I, I could never do it with headphones in. Absolutely no, I've got to be aware of my surroundings all the time. Oh, yeah. No, I always no, have no, one. Yeah. I always have one. Edge. Yeah, you've always got to have yeah. one, like, yeah. 100%. Going, going all in on heaven. That is amateur. Not if you're not alone. Yeah. Mm. No, exactly. Mm. No, I get that. Um, I get that. I get so okay. paranoid. Even if I'm like my neighbors cutting the grass outside, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Irish Catholic repressed. Fucking yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of the opposite than that, Danny, because I used to live uh, with a couple of my friends. Uh, in this it was gorgeous kind of Victorian townhouse and I live next door to this um, gay couple and I really fancied one of them and therefore hated the other one out of just, you know pure <laughs> jealousy for stealing my life and they were clearly really rich and they were like really stealing rich. my life <laughs> and it was like it should have been me, be me. you're me. the horror movie no I, I, I am a walking horror movie and I used to try to like low-key kind of seduce Iran all the time and one day I one day I was in in my room and I was you know tending to the bishop and um <laughs> I realized that the, my neighbor the one that I liked was out barbecuing in his back garden and so I purposely opened my window as wide as it could go and absolutely like went to town on myself like absolutely, like, <laughs> imagine, really. imagine it was the the one you hated you like I mean he, 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 he no well like he 100% went inside and was like um that guy next door is like having a really loud wank <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they did move away eventually. <laughs> oh they did God. move away yeah. the next day. My housemates, my housemates are like, yeah, Connor drove away, drove away the gabers. He drove them, away. <laughs> drove them away. <laughs> yes. Oh, look, God loves a trier. <laughs> yes, indeed. God sure does. Let's let's move on. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> Let's Every episode on. of Scream Queen. Okay. Let's let's see I'm how many. Uh, I was many churning with... butter at the time. <laughs> I was churning butter at the time. This butter looks over churned to me, if anything. Uh... Put it back in. Put it back in. <laughs> okay. Next. Next up. What? What? Next up. Uh, what we've been watching anything for the last seven days or, or more than the last seven days considered you're not on the show every single week uh horror or horror adjacent anything you'd like to discuss or recommend the chernobyl diaries i loved it chernobyl diaries every, everything we, yeah have you seen it i've it's not a, seen the chernobyl diaries you know it's a documentary so it's 
No, it's there. It's film documentary style. It's one of those Blair Witch kind of things. Okay. Um, but they go and they stay in uh, Chernobyl, and then like a really bad day, some mutants attack them. Um, oh wait, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it is really good. I'm really, I'm really it's sorry. Really I have good. seen that. Yeah, I remember I that they're in like that. the old apartment buildings, and they're going through it, like literally just filming things, like tourists, and then like things like run behind them like all and that yeah. kind of creepy can, stuff can i just ask are, are, are the mutants did they supposedly come out as a result of the chernobyl disaster yeah okay this yeah. is the worst taste and, and this is coming mm-hmm. that's coming from me oh my god was it like off it was off the back of it, like the descent wasn't it it was kind of like this i know yeah. it's fine <laughs> footage but it's kind of got that vibe yeah. hasn't it it's the same <laughs> kind of thing but it's 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 like i can't even have to it's... call it the chernobyl diary like know, they could have called it I anything can't. else and just had it be about a generic no it's because they literally go to chernobyl no. yeah they? but they yeah. go down and the, the thing is they got like permission <laughs> to film like actually like in the hospital underneath the hospital you know where all the gear still is all like uh, the um firefighters gear and stuff still is which is like really fucking high radiation yeah, still filmed there um yeah they oh, they so literally and in the apartment block, for safety Oh, like literally, like you can still go and you can do whatever. Our friend, like, um, he's actually been on one of the episodes that we've done before. Our friend Oshin, mm. um, he's been mm-hmm. and literally just for like that hundred quid extra, they take you down into the reactor, so you can go. Like, everything is like timed to a T, though. You have to like get in and get out and wear this and wear that, and it is like why we're doing our next episode on it. It's crazy, but um, yeah, like they filmed in the zone and they had to get it filmed in a certain amount of time because they weren't allowed to stay longer than two weeks um oh but then there's God. people that break in and out of the zone all the time and there's yeah. people still living like obviously on the outskirts but they can't move them and then there's people who are in the immediate area that are still living there and then they leave at night so they don't get caught they change apartments they do whatever but this whole thing is just tourists who kind of do like a like a dark tourist thing they're like yeah. oh this stupid be, like stupid tourists yeah. with death wishes like, they're definitely white exactly. <laughs> oh yeah they're, they're white and they're american yeah, and it's for like sure. it's 100 percent like off map but this guy says he knows the way around and he can take us to blah, blah, blah. um and then they go and they do that and it like it is so fucking scary but it is very good it's very well done i will say i mean morally no mm. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when it when it comes that, to being I'm... scared I've not seen that for years. It's, that was there was like a boom, wasn't there, around about this time where all the fan footage films were like diary, like Chernobyl diaries, yeah. diary of the dead. Uh, what was that Grave yeah. Encounters as well? It was probably like a year. I ago. loved oh, Grave yeah. Encounters. Yeah. There's actually a documentary on Shudder. Um, I know you've oh, got yes. it. That is literally just about the fan footage. I love that. It was just like literally going from like the first ever yeah. one down to like what they have now. But yeah, I I really I like fan footage when it's done right um yeah definitely sometimes it's just a bit like ugh. but yeah i like when you can like barely see what's going on like not what's mm. going, but you can barely see the monster i don't like to see the whole fucking you're you're looking you're looking very uh documentary style right now danny to be honest Thank with you. you if something like dark shadowy <laughs> was to appear behind you it would it would be very fitting oh, yeah yeah you say this un- every unfriended time vibes. we record because you're like she's in the basement i'm like it does seem that way. <laughs> my new roommate Joseph Fritzel said I can record my podcast anytime I'd like. <laughs> Fritzel gives me three hours of internet a day. 
<laughs> he's yeah, right no, to it's... do so. <laughs> Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> any, any, anything else? Just Chernobyl Diaries. Anything no, I, I haven't. I haven't really had time. I have recently watched uh, the two prom night movies. Uh, that's that's yeah. all I've had time for. That's good. That's quite a. That's quite an experience. Okay, I'm gonna you love a good segue. That I'm always great... banner. I'm notoriously terrible at them. So Connor, I do love a good segue. I'm, I'm gonna throw an absolute spanner in the works by just talking about something else. Uh, so, <laughs> I saw, I'm sorry. I saw The Pope's Exorcist with old Russell Crowe. Do you know what? It, it was all right. I kind of went oh. in with really low expectations and kind of thought because even for the trailer, I was a bit like, nah, I don't know. But I was kind of hearing mixed things. So I thought I'd watch it. Russell Crowe is having a great time. He's excelling mm. it in a role. He's he's he seems like he's having a lot of fun with it, and you know a lot of exorcism movies kind of hit a lot of the same beats, don't they? Um, and it does hit those beats, but I think it's pretty effective. Yeah. And while a lot of these films, well, remember so the what was it called? Was it called the Dark Universe where Russell Crowe was going to be? Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and they tease like every sequel under the sun, like The Mummy and everything. Well, oh, yeah, The Monster Universe. Yeah, yeah. The Monster yeah. Universe, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. this film doesn't just tease a sequel. The Pope's Exorcist te- teases like 199 sequels. No. They go like, there's another demon that's been causing a load of havoc. In fact, we've got, in <laughs> fact, we've got a map. We've got another one down south. We've got another one. I love it. Like, oh, yeah, Russell Crowe. Today I'll be fighting demons. Exactly. And also, what I also love about this film is it, he, he drives like a little Vespa and it definitely makes out that he rides from uh, the Vatican to Spain on it. <laughs> Just like, can you imagine his ass? Must be absolutely lad. red raw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm no, it's pretty good. I don't like like kind of like A-listers in horror movies. I kind of prefer like a takes you out of cast. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I know it's just Russell Crowe as a priest. Like, whereas it's like a bunch of unheard of people. I find yeah. it so much easier to get into. Like, even when it's like, all right, I'll, I'll say this. I don't even care. One of my all-time favorite horror movies is Sorority Row with Audrey. Love, love it, love it, love it's it. So love good, it. so so. And yeah, Carrie Fisher, it. Carrie Fisher's in it as well. But it's like. Love it. I even with her in it, I'm like, oh. and then when she gets killed off, spoiler alert, guys, sorry, it came out like fucking 15 years ago. But um, when she gets killed off, it's like, oh, now I can settle in, and it's such a fucking good movie. But yeah, because Audrina, like, Audrina was so famous, like she was such a hard. Uh, I knew who she was, and I was just like, mm. like when I watch horror movies, I want to be like, what the fuck have I seen yeah. him in? Or that's, di- that's difficult though, because before. sometimes you'll see you watch a movie and like the person is 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 gained their fame, they become a big household name after they've been in that film, like uh, mm. Jennifer yeah. Aniston in, in Leprechaun, for example. <clears throat> and oh still, God. and still, like, the effect of going back and watching that film, it is weird, because you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, it is a bit weird, yeah, when you look back on that. Yeah, yeah there's but, not... Uh, it's like Johnny Depp and Nightmare on Elm Street, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you like, know now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't. But and it, and it does. It kind of takes you out of it, actually, knowing who he yeah. is now. Whereas it wouldn't have had that effect in, in the in the eighties. I'm so glad that you brought up uh, Sorority Row, though, because it's such a brilliant like sla- camp slasher. Like it knows what it is. Yeah. In. That's like my favorite genre of horror. It, is I it love it. Horror because it's yeah. not scary like that. I love Black Christmas 2006. Oh my god! Yes. And a similar vibe. I was 
like I was saying this to Ben like just before you came on that like once I watched the 2008 uh, prom night all of the suggestions were just fucking goals like mm. Final Destination movies Rory Row like uh, Triangle Pandorum like all of these like crap crap movies but oh, it was an awful they time they're fucking great yeah it was yeah. Aw- awful but everything was great like everything was so good and I feel like it was coming off the back of like when Buffy was the most popular and then mm. everything was horror and it was just it was a great time to be alive moon pie absolutely it really moon was pie. it really was yeah. um so uh, yeah the only other thing i saw was um tourist trap i don't know if you have you seen tourist trap 1979 uh slasher movie no. um it's kind of like texas chainsaw massacre meets house of wax oh okay. uh, well, of, it's got a bit of like a supernatural thing going on as well but there's like a there's like a killer who could control and turn people into like mannequins oh okay <laughs> yeah wow. it's like nice uh, very up my street the plot of that film so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they kill them and then they they basically yeah. wax them yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's like very that. very weird um but yeah it is more silly than sinister but like i can see yeah. you know when you watch a film and you're like you can see how this is it like influence so many other films mm. without even really yeah. really knowing like you kind of look at it and go okay this is just a ripoff of a b and c but you're like oh yeah well, it came out before so it can't yeah be. i have to say i don't know if either of you have read my heart is a chainsaw have you read that it's a horror no. um novel i can't i can't think of the author's name but it's it's really good but it's told from the first person perspective it's about this teenage girl who's obsessed with horror movies and i would have to say if you're looking for a, a new heart, a new particularly slasher movies, and basically it appears as if there's a slasher in her time, so she's kind of found herself as a character uh, within oh, wow. a sla- yeah. in a slasher movie, and she's trying to pull on you know her encyclopedic knowledge of slashers to kind of work out who it is, and it's such oh, a like good that. book for finding like her her knowledge is like encyclopedic, and so there's all these throwaway lines to all these slashers from the past, and that's where I think I've heard that tourist trap tourist i think i've trap, heard yeah. of that before and it's uh, there's just so many in there so anyone who's looking for a kind of new horror movie to watch they haven't seen before a really obscure slasher i recommend you read my heart is a chainsaw it's a really really good yeah. book as well I'm just, really just, looking, just looking at my bookshelf because i'm i'm sure i've got it like i think i, I used to su- subscribe to like uh like a, a monthly kind of horror book Ooh. Like subscription book that sounds really sure good yeah it's by Steve, sure. St- Stephen Graham Jones. That's who it is. And he's, he's a Native American author and he tends to write horror novels with Native American characters. Um, yeah. La, the, la, the, la, the, the, the Only Good Indians, I think, was another one that he did as well that people kind of really raved about. Yeah. I love that when you read or watch something and you're like, I'm going to have to make a list of all the things. Yeah, episodes. no, it, mu- it must be the most horror references made in a single book ever of all time. <laughs> like, it's, it's insane how often they come mm. up to throw away lines. When was uh, it written? Is it like relatively new or? It's fairly um, new. It? Yeah, it's only in the last couple of years. Um, okay. like, like after 2020, like, yeah. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, so. I guess we should just talk about the film of the week or films. Do we have to? Films of the week. Uh. We cannot we cannot do episodes. It's the reason we're it's the whole reason we're here. So prom night is a 1980 slasher film directed by Paul Lynch, written by William Gray. Jamie Lee Curtis and Leslie Nielsen star. I know. <laughs> what? 
and he's, list, he's listed first. <laughs> Leslie he's listed Nielsen. First. <laughs> like yeah. He's listed first. So I was like, is he the killer? What's going on? Um, so the story. film's plot follows a group of high school seniors who are targeted their prom by a masked killer seeking vengeance for the accidental death of a young girl six years earlier. Um, obviously, we're going to be talking about the remake as well. The 2008 uh, <laughs> remake directed by Nelson McCormick, which is a reboot of the prom night series uh, it's officially the fifth installment um but obviously the story is pretty much completely different the only thing being similar yeah. is the fact that it takes place on prom night mm-hmm. uh yeah so what kind of ratings have we got for prom night so um comparing the original to the remake uh the original's got 5.3 on imdb and the remake has got 3.9 uh rotten tomato score the original 48% critic score, 34% audience score. The remake, 9% critic score, yep, 38%. Right. Uh, <laughs> and the meta score is 45% for the original versus 17% um, for the remake. 2.7 on Letterboxd versus 1.9 on Letterboxd. couple of choice reviews. Um, Matt Lynch says, just like an actual prom, a lot of build-up to something kind of depressing. At least it's over fast. Two stars. That's for the original, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second Bob one is says, not over fast and certainly yeah, isn't. The second it? one is not over fast. <laughs> the, the prom ends and it's still going. Still going. On. <laughs> um, Adam Bolt says, Can the killer fuck off? I'm just here for the dance moves. Two and a half stars. <laughs> there are some insane, got a insane point. Good dance moves. Got well. a point. And a couple of reviews of the remake. Um, Joey says, Yes, it's a terrible movie, but it's my terrible movie Aww, three and a half Joey. stars Aww. that's Aww. nice I isn't like it that. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, Mi- Jamie he, he Miller played, he played the murderer <laughs> he played the murderer oh yeah um, I wrote it <laughs> Jamie Miller is absolutely in Jamie Miller says this is completely pointless an obvious cash grab with nothing interesting going on no good characters no good kills no funny lines no gratuitous nudity nothing one star I don't Boo. feel like you can call it a cash grab because I wouldn't say that Prom Night yeah. was like yeah, a film it's... franchise that would no. necessarily. You'd almost wonder why they remade it. And I know, look, that's that that sounds makes me sound like a bloody incel. You know, why would you remake it? It's perfect, but it wasn't. I don't even see why they no. thought it would make any money because the first no. one was obviously kind of hated. You know, like it's it's Terrible. iconic, but it's hated. So well, it's true because yeah. you know when people say, "Oh, if you're going to do a remake, you should remake the bad films," but I'm like, yeah, but then there's like no actual demand go. for it there's no yeah. demand for it like i completely understand that that makes total sense like from a creative standpoint like take something that was bad and do what you would do to make it better but mm-hmm. then who's gonna who's gonna want to watch it you know what's, in, what's interesting yeah. what's interesting about that though is that they've completely uh, as you said the the stories have nothing in common but what i thought was that they actually did I saw a commonality in the plot of the remake is they've focused, they've basically taken the red herring from the original movie and they've mm-hmm. made that the actual plot. So that, that's kind yeah. of a, t- a tie between. And so it's quite interesting, actually, just to, to, as we're on the topic of why the hell did they make it? It's like they took the film and then they chose the plot point of the original film that wasn't the plot point at all and decided, well, we'll focus on that. So it's because it's mm. a completely yeah. opposite film. You know that kind of way. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, ne- neither, neither, neither were were great. There's some great dancing in both, though. <laughs> um, different type of yeah. dancing for sure. Very contemporary, uh, each one <laughs> respectively. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but um, yeah, no, uh, Harry, it was not. It was yeah that red herring in the original 
was was a weird one because I was like, okay, well that's so clearly a red herring that I'm not mm. even going to pay any attention to it. And then as it went on, I was like, oh, I kind of I can't, I would prefer if that was if the reason was. and that was the the fact it feels like it's going to be someone who's related to this character who dies early on. Mm. That felt that felt so obvious that that was who it was going to be. Mm-hmm. That it kind of felt like that red herring should just been hidden a bit and yeah. been and been the actual reveal i guess mm-hmm. yeah um no and a lot more interesting yeah yeah and then of course the killer in the remake who we've we, we mentioned before the show um that danny finds finds attractive oh no so do i that's most of my notes are oh, you both find attractive. most of my notes are about how she doesn't deserve him and she should be so lucky uh, so... Uh, again again before or after the haircut <laughs> no both uh kind of both but especially before actually i did my notes also uh showed how angry i was when they cut his beautiful floppy hair i was really annoyed about that as well because <laughs> in the mugshot it's it's very floppy you can no, tell. But look, the the way I see it, she didn't deserve him for for many reasons. First of all, like Britney Snow, and I love Britney Snow as a person. I'm sure she's great, but like she looks like that girl in high school who racially bullied all the black girls, and then posted in 2020 about Black Lives Matter, and you know it, it has a pyramid scheme now. Do you know that kind of way? Like she looks like that person, uh, and she didn't deserve him, quite frankly. Not the pyramid scheme. Uh, she didn't. Deserve she so him. does. She sells essential oils. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If you both find him attractive, if you both find him attractive, um, I'll just say he's basically a nonce because she's 50, 50. She was 15 years old. And yeah, but like I said earlier, she's like smart. Do you know what I mean? She's wise I mean, beyond her years. We can throw it back to like literally the like she's the original so they're all like fucking 20 plus playing 17 year old she's clearly like 21 over clearly yeah like in this in the scheme of this movie she's supposed yeah, to be... get a younger actress in like how yeah. am i supposed to believe that she's like so 16 and she's like she, oh no so try and work out how old she is so she's 37 now she's born in 1986 so she was 21 when filming let's say let's say they were filming a year before yeah. release there's a, a lot of like developmental differences in the female body in those years like they could have easily just gotten a younger actress and then i would have been like mm. but but they kind of this but point, that's the thing they kind of had to find an actress who would who would well she's 15 for like the opening scene but then she's 18 for the duration of the film, so they kind of had to. Sarah Michelle Geller, constantly they look eighteen. A, how do they make her look fifteen? They just tied her hair back and put her in a, a velour jumpsuit. Yeah, not jumpsuit, <laughs> a jumper. Because <laughs> a jumper, yeah. fucking velour jumpsuit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. So I shouldn't make fun. But what? But like, oh, a tale of unrequited love as well. Because, oh, what's that? Fifteen. I years love old. Him. You don't fancy your teacher? That's it. I'm gonna murder everyone. Does he kill everybody as well? Because initially they said just just the mum, but then I was like, no, he killed everyone, right? The dad and the look. The... I, I'm not yeah. sure whether the dad and the brother were real. Uh, like to be honest with you, like <laughs> it was because they were never mentioned again. She only cared about no. her mom. Like the yeah. shawl. Like where was the dad's wristwatch? Where was the brother's <laughs> car toy? Like there were no like little tokens or talismans of them. It's as if they never no, even fucking existed. Fucking but no, she had an ugly <laughs> fucking shawl that didn't even go with her. Fucking I haven't bag. shouted. At the, at the screen of a movie for a long time but when she was like 
there's a fucking alarm going off. We've got to leave. I should get I the shawl. I forgot my shawl oh, up on the third, third floor. Oh, no. my God. You fucking, you deserve to die. Not to um, mention that bloody what? alarm system. What kind of highfalutin hotel was this? Like, instead yeah. of just being a normal fire alarm, like, alert, alert, please evacuate yeah. that bed. Alert, alert. No, not that way. You must go. Our sensors have detected. The pressure has dropped. And we are now cooling the gym. Like it was There's a nonce on the loose. It was the most insane thing. He's not just a nonce. I love he's that. Cooling ma- the gym. <laughs> cooling. He's not just a nonce. He's a master of disguise as well. Okay. Nobody's oh, used. Yeah. Nobody's used that. Oh hat. yeah, he pulls his hat down real low and gets away with fucking everything. Gets away with everything. Just as a bellboy as well. When the friend literally is standing next to him and she said hmm, I know that guy but I don't know from where I'm sorry would you have forgotten that guy who like killed your best killed friend's friend who you had seen at school every day for like three years before that and you said yeah. how do I know that man hmm, it couldn't be him he has hair and no hat <laughs> a haircut could do a lot for your face shape apparently okay. apparently I mean yeah I mean, it can. It, it it totally can and and does. But I mean, if, if someone is that has traumatized you that much, I mean, you won't yeah. you won't forget them in a hurry. Do you know? So I guess. But also, the thing is, is like when she she clearly knows him from somewhere. But when she's like hooking up with her boyfriend, and she's like, imagine like having sex with somebody, and there's somebody who really shouldn't set off alarm bells because you don't know who they are. Like, like I know that person, and the guy's just like. I literally have three things inside it. Why are you fucking coming That's nice, honey. Like, I know him. Where do you know him from? And you're like, baby, like. And she doesn't even explain herself. She just runs away. No, she's like, just shoves him off. She's like, oh my god, he tried to kill my last friend. And she's like, all right. <laughs> so the main, I guess, so like the main difference is between the original and the uh, the remake is obviously the setup. Um, everything <laughs> and obviously the remake takes place over the course of one night prom night this takes place over the course of like years essentially um so i think what we'll do is what we usually do with these episodes is we'll kind of just talk mainly about the uh, original but kind of dip in and out of the remake when we can um sorry we have completely derailed <laughs> that train. Yeah. okay i was i was i was, on board, with de- <laughs> I was on board with the derailing i was fine i was fine with it but uh <laughs> yeah so in terms of the cast, the cast of the original, Leslie Nielsen is, is billed first for some reason. He deserves it. Um, he deserves yeah. it. Yeah. J- Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, obviously off the back of Halloween and The mm-hmm. Fog. Was was The Fog out before this? I think The this? Fog is 70s, isn't it? Isn't The Fog? Yeah. 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 It was definitely uh, before him. Um, and then, yeah. every And everybody <laughs> else. Everybody else in their 70s jumpers and yeah. and I style. Had, I had written down that I like I was like oh um here we meet Nick he seems gay and then it was like we meet Drew he also seems gay and then I was yeah. like we meet Alex gay and also my notes are just accusing all these men of being gay and I was like was everyone gay in the eighties and then I was like well AIDS I don't know and then I actually had to Google it and actually the actor who played Nick did die of AIDS in 1994. So I, my gaydar is fucking ring-a-dingy-dingy. Oh and then the actor, oh, wow. the actor who played Drew is 
is still alive, but he never married and is very orange skinned. So I think I was also right. And he lives with a close friend. (laughs) (laughs) His interior designer, Harold. (laughs) And they're inseparable. They have an elaborate scarf collection and are known for their dinner parties. They live, yeah, next door to, they live next door to a young man who's always masturbating incredibly loudly. <laughs> Shut the window! Up until 2017, at least, when they were chased away. <laughs> chased away. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this the, the original starts with um, a weird game of... It's kind of hide-and-seek, but what? Kill, what is kill, that game? The killer is coming. It's the like hide-and-seek, but the... It's hide-and-seek, but where... The killer is coming. The, is dialed up to 11. The killer is that what it's called? The killer is They just keep saying, killers are coming, killers are coming, killers are coming. And I, 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 like, that is something, like, did any of us play that game? No. Like, Like, my friends and I used to play Hocus Pocus. Do you know the kind of way? But anyway. Yeah. Like, this is just a game. And then this little girl is taking it so seriously. And I mean, like, the victim whatever her face is like she's acting like they're actually going to kill her and like no she is yeah like no but very yes, I, for I, good I, reason no technically i know that they do <laughs> but that only happens because she was acting like a total freak about it yeah. if she had just been like okay you caught me guys it, it would have never happened like i, I just yeah. I couldn't wrap my head around it did like you, it was her fault did you realize what kind of abandoned place they're playing in as well school, school? yeah i thought it was a school uh, well, apparently here it says an, ab- an abandoned convent well, co- convents tend to be schools, though, don't they? Oh, schools okay. for nuns. <gasps> You're <laughs> yeah, not exactly from Ireland. You are no. Where you learn, <laughs> where you can learn to be a nun. Sign me yes. up. <laughs> uh, if your gay dad was working, I'm surprised your nundar wasn't working. and realized it was That's, a nundar. It's one and the same. Just great overlap. <laughs> then great overlap. <laughs> Oh, you know that reminds um, me of you said I'm sorry to completely derail when you said none there it's do you remember that episode of Angel where it's like none fire do the dance of joy <laughs> if you if you watch I, Angel you'll know I mean I did watch Angel but I feel like it's a deep cut <laughs> none fire do the dance of joy it's the best uh, <laughs> what I kind of liked here as well is that when you look, look at all the kid actors when you realise like, like like the actors that they've got to play them when they've grown up and confusing to the point where I was I yeah. think kids were other people for ages until they like had the same haircut for example pigtails I was like oh that's a pigtails girl that is I know that because mm. she's got pigtails as well um yeah I agree with you to a point I did know the one that was going to be playing Jamie Lee Curtis as soon as I saw her though she the the Jamie Lee Curtis girl I literally said that one would be Jamie oh, okay. Lee Curtis and oh, yeah, someone she, did someone said oh then I Kim and I is she I the one who walks her. away like leaves she's like i'll never tell she's got like the braid no she no she no she wasn't there for it she wasn't there for it because she was the one that left with alex with the little girl's brother remember at the start and they leave okay okay Um, yeah she was completely in the dark about about the whole thing um but i know i i definitely thought i was like that one will be jamie lee curtis and they called her kim and then sure enough kim yeah, was jamie well, because lee curtis. She's, she was well she's, she's in the dark about it because she's like friends with some of the people who are responsible for it uh initially so how mm. do they kill her i mean they kind oh, of yeah. all gather around ish gather around her she jumps her. out a window <laughs> yeah, she's a yeah, fucking yeah. idiot 
She does. Wow, so did, did you murder her? No, I got close to her and then she jumped out of a window. Honestly, if we were playing a game, no, like to be honest, I I take umbrage with the killer at all because they didn't kill her. Like that little girl overreacted to a very casual yeah. game, and it was her own demise. And no, she did. She was like, oh my god, like yeah. Well, why are you like just fucking hurling yourself backwards into a window? Yeah. What did yeah. she land on? No. Did she land on? anything in particular it's like a glass door thing uh, yeah, like yeah. a yeah it fe- and it fell on her then something else fell on her afterwards no that was at the end when the i think you're thinking of when the window fell out of the pane yeah i don't think it fell on her though i think um, it like was just like well you would think well you would think if she fell uh, and then a window in the same location also fell like it would probably land on her she looked pretty well, apparently up. she got like shot forward that was the weird thing as well is that when she <laughs> fell directly out of the fucking window she fell like fucking six feet back from it like it didn't you know what i mean and then the window fell and somehow was able to not fall anywhere near her so i don't know what happened there the 70s she really flung herself out uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently she just planted her feet and just fucking like a like frog shot her way back off that building. Like, frogger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so she did, uh, and the kids just all make a <laughs> shitty little pact. Really, we're just like, don't ever tell about mm-hmm. this. But I, I also know. love how none of them are like distressed in the single tear. They're like, uh, let's not tell anyone. Don't tell mom. <laughs> Some of a crack. <laughs> Some of a, a, some, one of them would crack kids little weaklings know, there was not there was yeah. not a single tear and the girl with the pigtails in particular at one point because she was she was like almost like a close-up and you could see she was really really trying to get like a tear and she was kind of going like for, for anyone who's watching this video will people watch see this video um like she was kind of like and like it was, like, she was really willing, and it was like I could see it like bubbling, and it was almost, almost, almost getting yeah, yeah. there. And but she just she couldn't. If she, she shed a tear, she'd have had an unbelievable career as an actress. Well, look, there was pretty dodgy. What I thought was originally going to be really dodgy child acting just turned out to be really dodgy acting because then the mother, when the mother arrives on the scene, her cattle walling yeah. was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> like if that's it how was my mother bad. reacted to me dying, I would have been like very disappointed because yeah. she didn't seem that upset and then she was like oh my god i was like yeah <laughs> so, it's, so it, says it, it says that there's a shadow of an unseen person witnessing robin's death crossing over the body did we see that yes we did yeah. and then yeah. at the end it's revealed uh, can i say who the killer is at this point well yeah so we will say we're spoiling all of this 42 three-year-old film and the and the, the remake as well um I just felt like it was obvious who it was going to be. I didn't think, not for a split second, that I think it was going to be anyone else. Well, I knew when when the killer is calling them, he's the only one he didn't call. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. you know, like, surely, you know, he would have gotten a call. And, and I can see what they did there as well, because they showed Nick didn't answer i thought that was quite clever actually nick gets a phone call but he doesn't answer it oh yeah and you could you could you could argue that they were trying to make it look like nick was the one he's the only one who didn't get a phone call that it was just someone else calling him his house that was captured on film do you know um so i actually did think that was the camera was just rolling and that's what we got all right we got that (laughs) um i felt really stressed when he left the house not answering the phone 
I was like, I could do that. Well, one of my favorite things yeah. <laughs> in the entire film was when Nick was with his dad leaving the house and his dad says to him, for a guy so fast on the dance floor, you are sure are a slowest mover or something like that. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what kind of fucking line is this? And then I realized this is exposition later on because he's going to do a fucking... 12 hour dance <laughs> at the prom. Oh my God, and, the and they're, 12 they're, hour they're, dance. They're trying to kind of fill us in in the background, give us a heads up. Oh, he's such a magnificent dancer. But I was like, what kind of father would even say that to his son? And at that time, like, I feel like in 1979, 1980, a dad would have been like, hey there, twinkle toes. Why don't you be a man and have a brewski? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I was Why like, Why aren't you playing father... baseball like all the other kids? Yeah, like, I was like, yeah. his father is extremely supportive of this but again a, a typical kind of 80s horror movie there was a lot of gay subtext in this there was that there was the fact that he's a, such an amazing dancer there was the tightest tops I've ever seen on a man in my oh life my and God, I, yeah. I go to a lot of gay bars Incredibly and then tight. then there was the kind of very interesting moment where um, they're practicing for the prom night and it's Jamie Lee Curtis and your man Nick and the brother has to give his sister a kiss and it's really weird and then the teacher says now yeah. now do now Nick and your man goes I should kiss him and Nick goes on the lips and he's like yeah. oh yeah shake yeah, that his was hand weird. Yes, that. <laughs> well, like, right. jumping, jumping forward to that oh, as well is when she's actually like getting dressed for prom and he comes in, he's like leaning in the door and he's like, oh, and I'm just like, you're his brother. Yeah. And not to mention her prom dress was something Dorothy from the Golden Girls would have worn. A hundred percent. Like, I and also, it'll... can I just, I have to get this in here, okay? So Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Fucking love her, adore her. She's a legend, right? That woman has never looked 17 in her entire fucking life, even no. when she was 17. And the fact that we're just expected to believe that she's 17 and she's a prom queen, no. Mm -hmm. Like, that woman is, like, she's been through fucking, like, six jobs at least. Is it just a time period, though? Because, like, everyone in Greece looked absolutely... Yeah, that's the thing. No, but they were also... They were also all really old though. Like Jamie Lee Curtis was still yeah. quite young in this. So like, yeah, yeah, she wasn't 16. She was meant to play 16 unconvincingly, but she was still only like 23, maybe. Like she's, yeah. she wasn't yeah. as old. Like the people in Greece were literally like Stocker Channing. Like 40, Stocker, yeah. Stocker yeah, Channing was 40 in the 1950s. Do you know the kind of way? Yeah. So like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think know. she's just a handsome woman. She's like Glenn Close. She is a handsome woman. And I think that just kind of ages you a little bit more than well there was there's I don't know if either of you had ever heard there was that rumor that Jamie Lee Curtis was a hermaphrodite oh really I I think it's very untrue and it's definitely rooted in some kind of society being really misogynistic because she's not like delicately featured but there was (laughs) definitely like I remember being told about that rumor <laughs> I went to I went to school with a lot of boys um oh. and I was definitely told that um by yeah. like someone that like oh no she's a there, man and a woman like there was that was that the same rumor there was a Lady Gaga rumor that was pretty much the same right yeah 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 yeah. To the fact that I think people used to ask her that in interviews yeah was... and she'd get really pissed off about it which is just like you know yeah no, no but I, I don't think yeah. she is but in this film like she is meant to be a 16 year old girl and she looks like a 42 year old substitute teacher mm. 
which is a problem, but less so, less so in the film than she does in the poster for the film, where she has a completely yeah. different haircut. So in the poster <laughs> for the film, that's that's like that's a photo of her from like five years ago. Sixteen-year-old like, girl. This is a sixteen-year-old yeah, girl that? with like. I'm a sixteen-year-old. What the fuck? She looks like the thing, at, the woman at the end of Ghostbusters. Do you remember with the with the like? Zool. Flat... Yeah. Zool. <laughs> Are you the key master? Yeah. Uh, she looks like that. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. And in terms of talking about like all the gay subtext and that, considering like two week two weeks ago on the show we did a movie called Tenebrae, and we kind of t- I talked with oh, yeah. um, the director of uh, a movie called Bath Bomb about mm. so Colin Colin G Cooper. We talked all about uh, the history of Jalo and how like obviously Jalo has uh, inspired a lot of slasher movies and Jalo has got loads of gay subtext, like pretty much throughout. It's got loads of like queer characters who are like either oppressed or like openly queer and kind of like almost like caricatures in a way. And you could just see how how that genre has like impacted um, like American slashes as well. And it's weird that all of the subtext kind of like carries over. I just yeah. found it really, really quite fascinating after watching like Tenor Bray and talking in, in, in uh, uh in great detail about those films mm-hmm. it was it was kind of fascinating and then and obviously these films are incredibly camp but it's interesting to see like how many things carry over into the 2008 version as well you know mm-hmm. even Absolutely. though nobody looks 45 in that however no, no but the teacher is in love with her friend with the main character getting friend. a guest star here sorry 100 percent 100 percent no this I is this that. is this is skin of a rink what even was that it was a shape um so so we had a teacher being in love with the friend oh, and also i kind of thought this woman is per- the perfect age to have like originally been in the like prom night the original film but then she well, wasn't. I I got really really annoyed at the film at one point because I misheard what someone said in relation to that teacher, and I I, I think she, she, whatever he said, I thought because they were laughing about how the teacher was like, oh you're so beautiful, Lisa. Oh Lisa, blah blah blah. And when they're walking away, someone said something. I can't remember what it was, but I yeah, thought so I thought, yeah, but I thought that he said oh, she's like thirty four, and I was like, will you get fucked? Is she only thirty <laughs> four? Jesus Christ. Like but I had to I had to rewind it. I listened again and I heard it again and I rewind it again and then put on the subtitles and it was just some it was a real throwaway, like, oh, she's got a bad or something. It was like something real. Kind of, but I was like, what is she like 34? And like this woman is like oh, God. 102. I was like, get fucked now, you young teen. What is fucking 34? I'll show you what a 34-year-old looks like, you know. <laughs> So, so obviously the way that the the remake like frames this like um opening sequence opening scene rather than somebody getting killed and obviously the killer wanted to take revenge for that um the story is exactly what you said connor the the, the red herring the red from herring. the original mm. is essentially like the main plot of the remake which is that there was a teacher who was fawning after his student to such a degree that he went, you know what? I'm gonna fucking murder her whole family. That convinced yeah, her. That she, was, she be that in love a, with me. That's a weird direction for him to go in. <laughs> now, don't yeah. get me wrong. He, as he said, he is a nonce, and there's no excusing the noncery. All he had to do was wait. <laughs> <for nonsense>. years, <laughs> right? And and you know, she probably would have been totally okay with it if he hadn't murdered her whole family. But like, you know, once you do that to someone, and I know from experience, I would be. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're trying. You've, you've blown your shot. You know. Yeah, I, I would be totally into it. And then, 
yeah if get I came bored. home I thought we'd <laughs> get bored <laughs> I probably shouldn't text him back again I might just yeah. block him and yeah. be done with it he's like, dangerous this guy he's done a, done a few murders um so yeah obviously <laughs> Donna gets back from like uh I wonder like a sleepover or something and then finds so... her dad and brother she dead was at the, and then... the movies with her friends okay mm. that's right um and then she <laughs> witnesses her mother get stabbed to death by Richard Fenton, her former biology teacher. Fenton. So there's that history. Fenton! And they had great chemistry. They had great chemistry together. Yeah. But, uh, biology. Yeah. Um, so it's like a history behind it as well. It wasn't like he just went, right, that's it, I'm going to kill her family. He'd been like stalking her. Uh, he mm. had like a restraining order and that is when he killed them um and then years later donna's like getting therapy um well one first... thing one thing to note just before you proceed there ben sure, it's important sure, sure, to note of that the entire opening sequence it is revealed to be a trauma dream where she's remembering yeah. what happened right and yeah. i have serious issues with that because the first mm-hmm. five minutes of it are dedicated to the most boring conversation <laughs> with her friend's mother <laughs> where they're like maybe Ned she's and... right yeah i yeah, know i get you chrissy and like what did chrissy do and they keep alluding to oh that Chrissy and her mother literally says that Chrissy girl what did she do to make you hate her so and it's like who talks like that but also how boring is your life that even when you're about to have a trauma dream yeah, the murder of your family, you have this you have this conversation it all started five minutes <laughs> trauma dumping it started with Chrissy. this really bland conversation I had. Oh my God, it was absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but my dreams are like, it would start maybe with that conversation and then a cow would fly over the moon. <laughs> and, then, and I'd be like, all right, see you later. And then the car would like fly up into the air, like poop. Like, <laughs> that's what my dreams are like. So she has very yeah. realistic dreams. Um, yeah. But no, I sorry, I just wanted to call that out because I was so fucking annoyed. And Most definitely. Can I actually just full disclosure? I actually saw this movie in the cinema when oh, it came wow. out, and it came wow. out—I know I'm that old—and it came out the year of my of my Debs, which is, is the Irish version of the prom. The prom. Um, <laughs> and I actually ended up coming away from the film, and I wrote a parody script for it, uh, starring my friends. Oh my god! <laughs> so, oh my um, god! Yeah, so me and this film actually went way back, but I still forgot that the opening is a dream, and I was still really annoyed about it when it happened a second. It time. is annoying when the opening is. Well, I think when and there's any dream fake sequence out. a fake, fake out, out. A, a yeah. double fake out is is sacrilege but a single fake out is, is pretty bad well, well look at least it turned out to have actually happened because i kind of I, i'd forgotten all about the film and when i saw it and then she woke up and it was a dream i was like get fucked and yeah. then it was like and then it was like <laughs> it was true. so sad when that I happened the to same. me three months ago and i was like oh phew thank god they're dead like i was like i was meant to be very angry <laughs> is, it three months? is it three months is it three years is three years gone by you know, I think it was three years. Yeah. Because even yeah, her therapist is that yeah, yeah. even her therapist is that enough. She's just like she's like, get over it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Dr. Exposition. Uh the, the, the school yeah. resident therapist slash exposition device. It's like, it's like, yeah. oh, she's just like <laughs> setting up the 
as I'm sure you are aware, like looking straight into the camera, this is a year of great transition for you. You will be going to your prom soon. It's not unusual unusual for this time to be very stressful for you. And it's like, we get it. We can piece this together. We don't need to tell us (laughs) having a hard time. Like, oh my God. I I kind of, I do kind of respect this film for pretty much just going in and just being all about the prom night now, because I think whether, where the original suffers is all the build up because it yeah there there are no, there there's there are no kit this is the thing yeah there are no killings and i think what makes a good slasher is just like the way the killings ramp up and you know you get a killing in the first in the first scene but the fact that there are no killings at all yeah until until like it's well very, over what, an hour like, la- the last well the last 30 minutes last 20 minutes yes yeah, third hour yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the killings, obviously, we get free killings in the opening sequence of the remake. But also, uh, Richard Fenton is is got is killing precision. He's like a secret agent. He's killing people. <laughs> yeah. He's dis- he's dispatching the bot. The, the, the maid, the like, fucking maid yeah. in Manhattan over there, like the most beautiful oh maid my- like that ever existed. Give me, no, <laughs> give me the master key. Yeah, give you the master key. But like, how um, is she not so suspicious of that? Like, like it, it, he handed her the key card that he had scratched up like crazy, and she was like, "Oh, I'm sure this was an accident," and still let yeah. him into the room. Like, and, he, like, and then he went terribly your problem. Like, can I have some what? more towels, first of all. And then he watched her put them in the bathroom. He watched her put them in. Why? Like he, she should have given them to him at the door, and he should have put them in himself. Like why did you go into the bathroom? First of all, you've not been in the room yet. Why do you need more towels already? What are you anticipating? What are you planning? Murdering people? (laughs) Murder. What I do like though is it shows him escaping from prison. So yeah, so three years later, obviously, while um, Donna's preparing for prom, we find out that that. Uh, Richard Fenton escapes from prison. How he escapes from prison is up into the air vent, which is probably just going to lead him to the next cell or the or the next room. Like, yeah. what, how is he escaping? <laughs> the like fire that? exit. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also enjoyed the uh, the mugshot that was being delivered around and Idris Elba, who plays a detective, <sighs> detective which is Wynn. shocking to me. That man is way too good for this. <laughs> he is. This he was, really is. Super, I love that. So this was like off the back of the wire. I guess he was getting some sort of minor Hollywood movie roles and I think it was pre Luther as well um, as I mentioned before because of the font that came up on the opening opening sequence I thought it was Jidris Elba I was like Jidris Elba Jidris Elba do but also the, the mugshot that they were showing about Richard Fenton he, look, he looked like one of the fucking sticky bandits on, on that thing he was just <laughs> <laughs> his hair all tossed yeah. a little. Oh, it was great. It was great. Oh, he's escaped. Do you reckon he'll, do you reckon he'll come here? Senior prom tonight for Donna. Do you no. he's gonna... Let's he's not. Like, nah. let... oh, no. And then he's like, let's not call the hotel and warn them. Like, it's, it's just a question. Yeah. <laughs> like... Has he had no time to reflect in those three years, though? Because I feel like in those, maybe a little bit of time to reflect and go, maybe this, what it wasn't the right thing to do to get her attention. Um, you know, maybe something else. No, I need just... to. I simply didn't kill enough people. That's what it was. That was the problem. <laughs> and the knife he's got that goes through some. It's, it's a, effective. The the fucking it's like a fucking velociraptor's claw from Jurassic yeah, Park. Exactly it's ridiculous. Like it's exactly like that. Corkscrew nearly like. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was quite quite the film. <laughs> yeah. And in the original, everything that builds up to the prom. I mean, I don't want to 
go go over it t- without too much detail. However, oh, a lot of the stuff, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that kind of happens is very like it's obviously the killer's making phone calls to everybody. Yeah, but that's um, it. He doesn't later. he doesn't seem to be lurky, lurky. Like we don't get oh, really yeah. those nice little killer lurking shots. It's all are there even any like he has a really <laughs> expensive phone bill, and <laughs> they're not even that he... threatening, are they? The phone calls. No, no, I no. Will, no. I'll, I'll get you. I will. I will. I'll like, get you, I will. Half of them, half of them don't even take him seriously. Half they of don't. Them like, literally just like, oh, fuck off. There were actually times <laughs> when I felt as if this film, if it had been made any later, I think it could have gotten away with being, you know, like the first scream, like in terms of, being, oh, yeah. it was almost metafictional. It was almost, it was almost, I don't want to say a parody. It was almost a pastiche. Um, mm. of of horror, of slashers like but it was it was far too early in film history and in the history of horror for it to have been intended that way and it definitely wasn't but there were times where I was watching it and I was like this is almost a pastiche or a parody the character of Wendy altogether does everything about her is just the best <laughs> living for her but like she doesn't take the call seriously it's almost like they react as if they're not in a horror film you know, they react yeah. to how we, how a real person actually would. And time, parts of it felt, as I said, it wasn't wink, wink, nudge, nudge, but it felt like it could have been, <laughs> you know, yeah. if, if they had just kind of had that kind of realisation um, when they were making it. So Wendy is like the, um, the, the girl who was saying kill, kill, red. kill originally. She's yes. gone out of Nick, they split up and then Nick becomes interested in Kim. And yes. then obviously there's tension there. Yeah. Tension that boils down to essentially Wendy go, well, I'm going to ask this unnecessarily unattractive bully character. <laughs> Basically, we got one of those Neanderthal models from, from, oh from, the, from the museum. Where did they find him? him to life. <laughs> He's a big yeah, model. He looks about like 60. He's like, he looks like, Bar- so he looks like Barney Gumbar. He looks like he has a syndrome and like not one of like the reasonable ones. Do you know what I mean? Like he is it literally like I actually thought I thought he was wearing prosthetics. I genuinely no, was too. like, why have yeah. they put prosthetics on me that too. man's face? Like, yeah, he had like caveman prosthetics. And like, then it's made the universe, even worse. Like, that's not real. Like it's yeah. Made- <laughs> It's made even worse when he turns out to prom and they've just like put him in a put him in a tuxedo but with like jeans on, flared <laughs> jeans. So he's like got a monobrow. Uh, yeah, he's and, got, and a very like heavy a, has he got brow a gap in, in his general. tooth? Heavy he, brow. It's not a gap tooth. It, it is like that, like you said, that Neanderthal teeth. That it's yeah. it's 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 not as if there's a gap between just the front teeth. It's as if they're all really small and there's an equal gap between them all. It's like this kind of very, just the it's most bizarre looking man. No, he should be yeah, studied. He, he probably is yeah. in formaldehyde as as we speak. Um, and it was really insane to me because he had like this really buff, like hunky body, and then just this face, like a smacked arse or a bag of chisels. Like it was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And the, my favorite part about him at all, actually, is, you know, when, sorry, I'm trying to remember all the characters. And his name is Lou, the Neanderthal. Yeah. And Kim yeah. is Jamie Lee Curtis, who I'll call Jamie Lee Curtis for the rest of this episode. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. you know, he, he's kind of hitting on her loads throughout the film and she's rejecting him. And she says that he's ugly, which is very true. And he's then, very ugly, yeah. So he comes up to her in the canteen wearing a balaclava and kind of assaults her and kind of forces himself on her. And he's like, oh, is this better? 
And I was just like, and then he starts kind of trying to force him, force her to kiss him through the balaclava. And I was just like, in what world is this a flex? Like, in, in what world? Like, oh, you, you, well, if you think I'm ugly, I'll sort that problem out for you. And like, Come on, you do Like, Hop the was, in what world is he like, oh, you sure showed her, Lou? <laughs> like, but her only, like, her only criticism of, of him was like, Oh yeah, well at least he doesn't taste like an ashtray. So it was up that he like smoked. So like why is he showing up with a fucking balaclav to be like, oh, is this better? Like, no, I can still fucking smell the bags. Do you nobody, know what I mean? nobody takes rejection well in either of these films. It was no, no. 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 <laughs> it's a lot of her ego. A lot of her ego in both yeah, of these Like movies. some would say the true killer of this film was fragile male egos. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. There we you go. can it end it true. right there. The straight white men. <laughs> like... I mean, one thing I did notice was there was a distinct lack of people of color in yes, the in 1980s version. Now, in the 2008 version, there was two people of color, and of course, they have to attend prom together because their school still operates dance segregation, like the yeah. like the school in Hairspray, <laughs> which also starred Britney Snow. Like, oh, wow. Because that was like, I was like, of course they're going together. Of course, of course yeah, they are. Yeah, why not? Because they well, black and white people can't dance together. But in, in the 1980s, in the 1981, they just, black people just don't exist in, in this school or anyone else who's not a white, a white 42 year old. Was the only other black character in the remake, uh, obviously apart from Idris Elba, but also oh, yeah. the oh, DJ, yeah. the DJ, it was like, the DJ, sort of like float, oh, they're, they're working hard. He's on some sort of floating balcony. Oh my God. Can I come down for just an hour? Can I come down for a minute and get a drink? No, stay up there in your little balcony. Um, but the songs he's playing, an absolute, just the cross section of songs he's playing, it goes from like pop punk to hip hop to, I don't know. It was, no. He was playing all the genres. It, he took me, it. he took me right back. He took, took me right back like there was like, now I don't know if any of these people are in the film, but what I thought of, I thought of like Flow Rider. I thought, yeah. of, you know, I, I just, I, for some reason, I can't think of anyone else you but Flow Rider. You my head right, <laughs> round, right, round. Yeah, yeah. Really, the, the way I are. Key pain. Lot, the way that, I are. A lot of oh that going God. on. Oh, yeah. Timberland, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Timbaland, that's he's yeah. not even Flow Rider. Um, but there was so much dancing in this film. Like I felt like like we saw the family get killed at the start, which was a dream and doesn't count. And then nothing mm. really happens for ages, and then prom happens. And then 45 minutes of the film are just a character going off on their own, getting killed, and then it goes back to people dancing and someone going, Where did Matilda go? I don't know. I'm sure it's fine. And then like dancing for five minutes and then the same thing happens. It's like, oh, and now Ricky is gone I, too. I have never known sure there to fine. be so many excuses to go back to your room. Yeah. yeah. If they, I were was, yeah. Hang- they were doing cocaine. They were doing cocaine. Yeah, I get that. That's it. That's the only reason. That is the only reason you'd be fucking back and forth. If I was hanging out with these guys, they was, oh, sorry, I just want to go back upstairs to get my short. I'd just be like, fuck's sake. Mm. Just bring no. everything down with you. This is no. ridiculous. Yeah. They don't call her Britney Snow for nothing, right? I'm going to get sued by Britney Snow. I'm looking at the soundtrack. I'm looking at the soundtrack. Right, okay. Artists we've got on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Tokyo Hotel, Plain White Tees, Block Party. Oh, yeah. 
bring it uh, all back. Oh to yeah, me. I like the soundtrack though. I was like, yeah. it, it reminds me of a Melodrome. simpler time. Took me right back. Seventeen-year-old Connor lives all about yeah. this life. Yeah. Yeah. At the One, sorry. I do have to call out though. The intro song to the two thousand and eight film was time of the season can i ask why that song was chosen as the introduction like it's such a good song right i will say it's a very good song the cover that they used was crap but it also uh brought me major i know what you did last summer vibes Mm, yeah okay i see what you're doing there i see what you're doing there like the whole like over the ocean and it was like the like sensual music but it was also just like she was a fucking better cover Okay. Well, it just reminded me of what we do in the shadows because I always think of that being the song. You're dead, you're dead, you're that, dead. That's, that's the song that they sing when they take uh, the yeah. karaoke. <laughs> Time of the season uh, is performed by the Ben Taylor Band. Oh God, yeah, yeah. that says everything, doesn't it? I bet Britney yeah. Snow loves them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a favorite band, definitely. All it she's in is it. like. The Ben Taylor band performing at the prom and it would have been, that would have been it. Now, I don't think that Chrissy, the mean girl who organised the prom, would have ever allowed that to happen because she wanted that prom to be, and I quote, exactly like an LA club. And then she said something like, you'd never know, right? And it was like, that doesn't make any sense. Who wrote the script? And you can actually see at several points how pained the actors are to be saying the words that they're saying. Like, you can actually feel them be like, I gotta say this now. And then it's like... Oh, you like you can you can feel it from them. They're all having a, a terrible, terrible time, except for Mr. Schuster's wife from Glee. She is having oh, a like bopping around. She's like, she's so happy. Mm. Love that for her. But and while we're on the topic of dance, <laughs> we do need to address the choreographed dance number from the 1980 film. I kind of love the fact that. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis even practices the dance uh, on her own. Get a sneak peek. Yeah, sneak I, peek I at the dance, and that's when Wendy turns up and you know gives gives her a bit of so, major sass. I lost, I lost my mind when this happened right? because I'm <laughs> very much like I'm so glad that men don't do dances. I, I, I I'm not. Like, oh, I, okay, it's even this right, and then if you look at the um, the fucking dance from Wednesday that everyone loves I hate is that because I think that I am a descendant from somebody who's from the town that Footloose was set in I just <laughs> hate dancing I'm not behind it at all I'm just I was like what this is like fucking five minutes of the movie and my life that we're never gonna get back and I would love to just set have this to a put song into called prom night Oh my yes. god. Which I is was like fucking three hours too long, oh, by the way. The whole movie was playing. It was so so I like I'm going to perform this dance at my wedding, like to that song. <laughs> I do not care. Just and to I'm gonna, spite me. Just I'm gonna to make it. Me. I'm gonna make it. And it's gonna be the full version, possibly the before. remix. I, I hope so. I really fucking hope so. Because it was the most incredible 15 minutes of my life watching this choreographed dance number. And it, it just went on and on. It, it would on, end it? and it didn't. It was so, so great. And again, I but when has that ever been a thing is that like 
back in those days, was that a thing? Like, did, did couples go to their prom and actually do choreographed dances in front of everybody? Was that actually a thing? I guess or it was, was it like, just like a fucking, for this movie? It's very American. Is it so? Yeah, I reckon like, it was, because um, obviously a few years after like the boom of disco, I guess, I reckon loads of fucking kids at school were just d- busting out the choreographed dance moves mm. after watching John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. If we have anyone listening who uh, enjoys choreographed dancing, like do please find me on Instagram. It's at Team Coco <laughs> He wants Mobby. to take you to his prom. <laughs> I want to take you to my wedding where I will marry you. <laughs> that'd, 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 that'd be great. No, I'm, I'm all about that life. Uh, I loved every second of it, though. Uh, <laughs> when when does it happen that the it's before the problem that when the the shard of glass gets taken from like a smashed mirror? Yeah, when they're getting oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as yeah. well, isn't it? We see um, Jamie Lee in her little bra and shirt, open shirt combo. It was yeah. a bit, bit boom. Like bralette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bra- um, a bralette. It was a bralette. <laughs> That's what they call it. Bustier. <laughs> A boostier. We, a boostier. So obviously, I guess another couple of things we need to mention is the fact that the red herring plot is kind of discussed by the police when they're talking about um, somebody that was blamed for Robin's death, and he has escaped from a psychiatric facility. And after people set him on fire, yeah. after people set him on fire, yeah, was that really though? necessary in the plot? Like I thought, that set that this a... sex offender on fire. You definitely pushed the girl out the window. He's like, I did it. I'm a sex offender. Yeah. Who do you think I am? Brenton? Fenton? Whatever his name is. Highly trained. I'm a lover, not a killer. And he's angry. And I don't blame him. And also, Leslie Nielsen is the principal. At the oh, school, and yeah, the, and I don't the father, get... <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the father, and obviously they're telling him, they're giving him the information, like you're not a sex offender, yeah, escaped. <laughs> what? Uh, oh well, I'm not cancelling prom, that's for sure. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like the the mayor from Jules. He's just like, this yeah. prom will go ahead no matter what. Oh There's yeah, sex offender, uh, a Fenton or a shark. This prom is going ahead. <laughs> Why not all three? What I actually watched make this a real party. <laughs> I watched Jaws recently because I watch it every six weeks because it's one of my favorite movies. I love it. Um, but yeah, that whole that whole thing, that mayor, like I, I, I don't understand it. It's just like this. This speech will open on the fourth of July because it's the fourth of July, and you're like, seven people are dead. <laughs> like, what do you want to happen? Yeah, but like, Danny, do you know how much money those ice cream stalls stand to lose if they close on 4th of July <laughs> I weekend? Lived, right? The whole town is surviving on that ice cream stall. <laughs> we could, someone's fact, got set when by I these lived, <laughs> When I lived in Montauk, I lived like literally 10 minutes away from where Jaws was filmed. So it's like the fictional island of like, was it Amity, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. It's it's so fucking busy all the time because you've got people going out there to take pictures with the Jaws sign and they have like, you know, the original shark that they caught. They're like, we got Jaws. Ah. I don't want the Jaws. But um, it's so fucking busy all year round. And when you look at it, you're like, it's such an easy beat. I was a lifeguard in like a beach like over the way. And it was just, it's such an easy beach to 
police that you're just like, how are people still dying? You can literally just cast your eye three feet further this way and you're going to be fine. And it's just like, it's such a tiny stretch of land. That it's I like, feel like we need to do a whole other podcast episode yeah, on, I was your, like, on your lifeguard history she, on, on Jules she is, Island. She is gagging to get back on for a Jaws episode. That's what she's doing. I will. Right. I'll come on for a Jaws episode. But we've like, it, no, literally. We'll, and have it, do, we'll have to do Jules 3D. <laughs> It's just the case that it's so obvious, it, you know what I mean? It's so easy to fucking police, which is the same with prom night. And it's just like, how can you not watch a fucking senior class of like, what, however, like, how many students max? What, 60 to 80 students max? I feel like I used to get a lot angry at films like this and films like Jules about the mayor until like COVID happened and you realize that it was like, Mm, yeah because people are idiots yeah people are idiots i just don't give a shit yeah uh, so totally. now i'm just a bit like yeah this is actually really realistic yeah now danny um, just gets mm. angry about everything so <laughs> it's because they have common sense i'm like the fact that i'm such a like a horror movie fan but i have so much common sense and i can't separate the two it Brad just odds. basically means i go into a rage when i watch I honestly, horror movies i honestly think that like late 2000s movies are the most guilty love it no of no common sense with any of the characters i feel like even even like characters in the in 80s and 80s movies to a degree seem to have a bit more common sense but like some of the decisions made in the 2008 prom night when people are Mm. literally going missing um at one point donna like asks her boyfriend to like look for lisa and is it ronnie Um, ricky rick no ronnie it is ronnie yeah ronnie Ronnie, yeah yeah. About three different times. Like, could you go yeah. and ring the thing? Yeah, not there. Could you go and have a look? Yeah, yeah, come back. Could you go and have a look over here now? Do it yourself, Donna. For God's yeah, sake. Yeah, you go fucking look if you're that concerned. You go well, look. And I you're probably stay- more thorough about it as well. Like, I have to stay here and mind this shawl. Very important <laughs> shot. She doesn't mind it. She leaves it up in the fucking room. Fucking useless. I have to is. say that, right? My one of my favorite things of um the first one was a little chubby guy the little chubby player what did he say his name was seymour nuts seymour slick slick but it was seymour something i loved him and i was like this is like his name is apparently yes yes his character name is seymour crane but his real name is sheldon rybowski (laughs) oh love that for him but like literally he was so nice and he was the only one that actually just did anything right because literally like so they hooked up they were having a great time blah blah whatever guy comes in and he's like blah, 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 like kills her slits her throat and he's the only one that like actually kicks him out of the van and goes to fucking drive the van away because yeah. he has sense everyone else is just like Ugh. do you know what I mean he's just like no fuck you what happens to him does he drive off he the drives the van off a cliff and then it bursts <laughs> oh, into flames which so would never happen sense. Like he did it with sense, all right. Yeah, because he was trying to get fair. away. Everybody else is just like <laughs> and like it's there's not... other one who's in the fucking locker room, right? And she's like in the locker room and then she's gonna lose her V card to him and then he does she doesn't and he's like, I know plenty who will. And I'm like, Why are you crying? He's a fucking cunt. Like just punch him in the nuts. It's and then the she 70s. gets murdered. <laughs> It and I'm like, it's the late 70s. Yeah. Women, women didn't of... know their worth back then because of advertising agencies. 
Mainly dove. Home to the kitchen. Mainly what? dove. Yeah. Dove. dove and wonder bra. Dove. I'll have to be blamed for. So, so you know what I mean? I'm just like, the whole thing is just like, if that was women these days, you just fucking, like, everything could be solved if you just didn't listen to men. That's, that's it. That's the whole fucking thing. A true slasher. Like, true killer. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, straight, white, men. Armed with a mirror shard. We'll, we'll come for you. So, so Kelly, you mentioned then, who obviously gets upset, she's like mm-hmm. pretty much killed immediately by um, the masked killer with... So this is the thing. The she's the first, is... isn't she? I think she's the first she's to be first. killed. So is, yeah. I didn't like... understand that because she obviously, she was a virgin. She didn't have sex. She should have lasted mm-hmm. by, you know, horror movie rules. She should have lasted yeah. a lot longer mm-hmm. than she did because she was like, no, I can't do it. Sorry. But and he's obviously... like, fuck you. And he throws the corsage all dramatic into the room at her. And he's like, I'll find somebody else who will. And he leaves. And then, Yay. like, Another yeah, one. she gets killed. And I'm like, but she literally, she's the virgin. She's yeah. the pretty little virgin girl. He should have been killed on his, like, way out, really. Well, that's was it, though. It... Was, it, was it, sorry, Ben, was it to, like, subvert your expectations maybe with that sorry go on Ben maybe. yeah possibly was was he was Drew one of the kids from the start as well remind me no he wasn't no so no. no that must be that must be that's the, he was kind of just like a, a nothing character which is why it confused me a lot because I'm just like well he's got nothing to do with it she had nothing to do with it and it's just like why is she paying for it well, and she was there like, no she was there but like I, I know that but like I just mean horror movie trope she oh, should have okay, lasted right. a lot longer than she did yeah do you know what i mean because she's the version she's blah blah whatever i guess it just and like, like i kind of in a way like it just feels unfair doesn't it? and that's kind of i yeah. guess i mean i don't think this original one has got loads going for it in terms but like when that kind of makes the killer feel a little bit um like if they're being unfair ruthless in a way that kind of makes because there are slight horror, horror elements here because the the killer is masked and we don't know who the killer is it was like a whodunit similar to like scream or something like that whereas prom night 2008 i say prom night like, like, we're, talking, like we're talking about other films <laughs> the killer is like we know who the killer is from the start and it almost feels like a police procedural slash yeah. thriller throughout yeah it doesn't it it never really dials into any horror tropes. yeah no that's so we true know, we know who the killer is sure they're like kind of like jump scares where and Fenton, Fenton hides in like hides in like a, a closet, doesn't he? Hides in like a, a what is it? that that actually was a really great shot, I have to say, where yeah. they opened and it's pure darkness, and then he just kind of rises up from it. I actually thought that that was like a Fincher esque like Ooh. visual. Yeah, it was like that was a really good. single frame that made the whole it didn't make the whole film worth it but Luckily, like all it he was, needs to it, do is put his head down and that hat just shrouds him in darkness well <laughs> no that, that hat the fucking invisibility cloak of this movie is absolutely <laughs> insane yeah um yeah it's... so obviously he's so he's escaped from prison he goes straight to prom night and who does he kill so he kills the, the maid, maid she's the first get, the maid, yeah. yeah the maid in manhattan the, in order to get the skeleton key in order to get the, key. the hot friend um yeah who's silver from 90210 yeah, and the hot friend's boyfriend. She recognises him immediately. So why? Yeah, because was... she's not a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, he, his <laughs> hat fell off. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Who could that guy be? <laughs> he dropped his hat. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> so, yeah, and then there's like another another guy who gets like sent to look for the maid. Um, 
who oh, gets yeah. killed. Oh yeah. In the... He looks like Owen Wilson and Luke yes! Wilson smushed together. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's the, like third he's the hidden fruit third brother. Yeah, right? like literally the the hidden Wilson. Yeah, he does look like him, and he's like, "Oh, go check." And you're like, "Why is this such a pain for you?" He looks so annoyed that he's been sent up there to check. You're like, uh, "Danny, because that maid could be, that maid could be anywhere." <laughs> Anywhere, yeah, how, how it's how a fucking hotel. hotel. I would be really annoyed if I had to go. Look I feel like I get to drive off and not clean. I would be fine. I've only got one yeah, maid. Exactly. She's working exactly. her fingers to the bone. Well, see, they spent all the money. Yeah. They spent all the money on the fire alarm system, so they didn't weren't able to afford any more yeah. staff. They got like a celebrity voice to do it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 the staff aren't allowed to hand the towels to to the to the residents because they might steal them. They don't let them out of their sight at any time because of the shortages. The fire alarm system will tell you when you need a towel. Okay, <laughs> so. So with Fenton, right? Fenton obviously wants to. Fenton wants to. I don't. He doesn't want to kill Donna, but he just wants to show her that he's serious by killing those around her. He couldn't be. Lucky I get it. Get Thank you. He couldn't, he, he couldn't be luckier to get her alone because she's literally the only person in the hotel, always on her own. She's walking yeah. out to the room, yeah. looking for thing, looking for a shawl, looking Shawls. for people. It her fucking shawl. It was such an ugly shawl as well. It did like, not match her dress. It didn't No, I'm like, dress. I'm not going to go back upstairs for that fucking shawl if everyone's like having a mass evacuation. What is, like, what's, the, what's the like corsage? Is that what it's called? Corsage. 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 Like a Like it's a corsage shaped like a croissant. Uh, I, don't Anna, know. I know you <laughs> love croissants, so I got you this croissant that's made of one. Drop my I, croissant. I feel like I'd like that. I feel like I'd like that. Yeah. Um, what is that? Is that is that like an American yeah. thing? Or? No, we do yeah. here. We don't call them. No, we we do croissants. We don't call them that here. We just call them orchids here. We say, oh, get get the girl an orchid. Well, this is what we do in Ireland anyway for for the Debs. Um, you'd be expected oh, to bring. Dad. You get you buy them in a florist. It's just called an orchid, but it's the same thing, and it's just a little flower that they might put on their dress or they might put mm. on their wrist. <laughs> Some do. Um, but yeah, no, that that'd be like a real traditional thing here. But we don't we don't call it a corsage. That's mm. You know, it's like how we don't call, you know, a garage, <laughs> you know, that kind of way. Like, the garage. Garage. <laughs> a car hole. A car hole. A car hole. I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> That's big the car is. Well, my uh, rope came loose. <laughs> uh, okay, so, like, a plot point that kind of goes across both films, essentially, is the fact that the... the um, Sex offender burned man is found um, mm. in the in the original, and in this in the remake, there's they find somebody who Fenton had like stolen mm. his car and then his identity. Had he done that? Mm. That's where you got to shred your paperwork, okay? Yeah, exactly. People be coming along stealing your identity willy nilly and getting mm. themselves into a. Into, into a hotel but, but look at, at the, this was actually something that in the original movie i kind of i, I, I kind of didn't couldn't wrap my head around because when the killer is unmasked and it was like how did you think you were going to get away with this like you had no kind of cover story you had no you weren't no. like pinning it on anyone 
Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, prom has to end sometime, regardless of what the tagline of a film says, you know, which would have been, which would have been a great tagline for either of these movies. It never ends. It never ends. <laughs> it never ends. Like the cleaning of a house. It's prom never... night forever. But I, we never really got, like, an insight into him as a character, you know? No. I feel like if we got... I know I know it's, like, supposed to be who done it, so we're supposed to work out who the killer is, and that when the... um sex offender that's literally all i know him as is is found it's supposed McBurn. to be it's bernie <laughs> mcburnison is supposed to be like a big shock moment isn't it it's supposed to be like a oh shit mm. so it's somebody else it's it's not that person yeah um who we've kind of tried to force down your throats that is yeah. going to be that person but it's not but I, I genuinely i have to say for the original i was shocked because i I feel like the person who it was was so unmemorable, like yeah. just so forgettable that I was like, when it was revealed that it was him, I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can kind of see why he'd be annoyed. <laughs> Wait a minute, so, I was like, that? It just slapped my head completely, and I was just like, okay. It feels kind of bad as well, the fact that it's somebody you don't, is not memorable yeah. at all. Because it felt like the most obvious character for it to be. And I, as I said, I didn't mm. think it was anybody else yeah. at all. And then for a bit, I was like, oh, it might be quite cool if it's Leslie Nelson. I thought it might have been the, I thought it might have been the mother. Because the she yeah. was missing. She remember, was like so distraught. She and... was getting distraught. And Leslie Nielsen, who, by the way, was so handsome. I know. I, I can't believe I never copped how handsome oh, it was. So hot. Um, he turns up and he's like, sorry, me and your mother missed your big moment. Which is like, yeah, thanks, dad. It is only my job. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, she's very upset. And you actually don't see her for the rest of the film and I kind of yeah. I kind of went is it her but then yeah. I was like no. she's like in hiding like the whole fucking like Michael thing and you're just he like fucking, he yeah. gave her fucking two Valium and a bottle of wine and just let her go to sleep in his office that's but... a regular fucking Wednesday night for me it's fine <laughs> but like it's the perfect you know what I mean? night prom night <laughs> prom, <laughs> night. prom night forever right. prom night every night baby <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so in the in the remake, they find the body of this guy in a trunk. I wasn't using all the Americanisms. In a boot, <laughs> the boot of the car. <laughs> the boot of the car. Um, and then they basically go. When the detective is basically working things out now, so he goes to the room, booked in the victim's name, finds the housekeeper's body. Uh, that and that's when he 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 um, sounds the alarm. Alert! Alert! The building is too hot. Releasing <laughs> coolant. Was it, it was the voice Irish as well? Oh my god! It alert! Was, it was alert! Most, I just I couldn't wrap my head around who installed this fire alarm and how much did it cost? And like it was it was literally like it was like one step away from just like being Hal and being like I can't let you do that, Donna. Like it was it was literally like that was it was like so almost if, the eye this alarm. If you played Days Gone, um. Ben, have you played you played Days Gone, right? Yeah, I sure have. When they're in, then they go back to like Clover Hill. Yeah. And they're trying to break in and, and get the codes for the thing. And it's like, alert, alert. And she's like, shoot that fucking alarm. That's literally the thing. It's, Anakin, it's literally that alarm. Yeah. And then he has, oh. you have to go around, you have to like shoot the different speakers with the arm. Oh, I always, always miss one. I always miss one. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, also, <laughs> there is always somebody when an alarm goes off, fire alarm or something. There's always someone who's like, "Sorry, I just got to go get my flip flops." My shawl. Like <laughs> <laughs> my shawl. There's always someone. You're just like, well, just leave. Like it's still gonna be there. Like, what do you think? Ah, oh, my All shawl. Right, bruv, I can't let the fire destroy my shawl. You know what I mean? <laughs> My mum left the yeah. shawl out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shawl. It's the only Both one I got. Stairs get the shawl. <laughs> why is she leaving it in the room? Is it's so important to you? Why are you just leaving it up in the room? Exactly. Is it part of your fucking outfit? She what didn't know. No, because it was. Not, it didn't match her outfit. So I can see why she wanted to leave it. Also, in her defense, she did not know the hotel was going to potentially go on fire um which is something That's people true. should be more conscious of and cognizant <laughs> yeah. of when they're in a hotel because i mean it could happen at any moment could happen no but you see in a hotel you're relying on other people to not set their room on fire and that's asking that's a lot of people these days because people are getting worse and dumber by the day so you know you're asking a lot but um yeah no i i hate donna and her ugly shawl yeah she's she, yeah she's pretty annoying um, and also, we obviously mentioned the fact that Ronnie and Lisa go up to, well, I think it looks like they're going to have sex, but Ronnie's going to propose. 18 years old, propose. Americans, they do Wait, that. Wait, I missed Jeez. that. American. I missed that. Yeah. Was he going to propose? Also, they must know, like, that the prom king and king and queen are going to be announced soon. So why the fuck are they decided to like? Maybe they on? just don't care. Oh no, wait, because she was the nominee. No, she wanted to win. Yeah. She wanted to win, and oh. her teacher wanted her to win as well. How did I miss the proposal thing? I had no idea about the proposal. Well, thing. that there was she saw Fenton, and then she realised it was him, and went running <laughs> off. And he got his little he was going to propose. So he got his, his ring out. So Donna goes up to get her shawl from the room, um, but there she it says here she runs into Fenton. Oh, Fenton, I haven't seen you in years. Yeah, it's <laughs> very casual, isn't it? Yeah, and it says after a short <laughs> altercation. Well, basically, he's just like, "I love you." come here i've murdered everybody so we could be together i would um, i would go with him i would go with him no one's ever told me that <laughs> this is another reason why it doesn't feel like a horror film a fucking swap team turns up yeah like, i didn't i didn't that kind of took me out of it as well to be honest to be fair like the swap couple, team out of, out of some of the reviews one of the reviews what i read which was quite interesting was the fact that they said as a slasher movie <laughs> the fact that it's in the fact that it's in like a uh, like a four or five star hotel, like a well lit hotel as well, uh. is kind of interesting for like a slasher movie to be set somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we get like a sequence where when the killer kills, sorry, when Fenton kills Lisa in like one of the floors which is being renovated. Renovated, yeah. That kind of feels a bit more like horror, horror with yeah, the clear, clear plastic and everything like that. Yeah, it was interesting though because as soon as the hotel receptionist said to them as they were checking in oh there's renovations on the third floor I was like that scene is going to feature in a Mm. big chase kind of way because it kind of lends itself to that but I actually now look don't get me wrong this film was not scary at all I tend to actually be a fan of horror movies that do kind of go against the trope and like move the horror to a new lo- a location that's not typically used in horror movies like that, do you know? Um, yeah, definitely. No, I, 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 I kind of because it kind of jars you. It's like it's like the whole thing of midsummer taking place mostly in in broad daylight. Mm. Do you know? I I'm always a big fan of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. It's it's it's, it's unique, and yeah, even though 
it takes you out of it a little bit. I think it's just because of the the nature of this film as well. Like it doesn't necessarily feel like a horror film anyway. No, like, no, yeah, I'd argue it isn't. Like, yeah, it it doesn't really fall into the genre. Like it's it's kind of like it's a slasher because a man has a knife, but nothing yeah. about how it's shot or the tone of it in any way kind of should be described as as being a horror. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would I would put it more as like a thriller than R. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so I think we're all in agreement on that then. <laughs> yeah, this is thriller, thriller, thriller hangout. Um, but then, how would you like? What kind of horror elements would you say are in? I mean, more traditional horror elements in the 1980 film as well. But even like the mm. kills, like yeah, is it, they're, is it that they're bloody. Is it no. that violent? They no. weren't. They weren't. And I, I'd, I'd say that was probably a conscious decision because of budget. I mean, I, th- I believe like they probably had a really hard time financing this kind of film. Um, so I'd say it had it had a lot to do with the budget of it. I suppose the most like, but again, you're dead right. Even in terms of horror, like there's no there's none of that. The things we typically ascribe to the to the slasher genre. There's no the lur- none of the lurking as we've discussed around you know the broad day- daylight. There's nothing that Michael Myers kind of shadowy. Yeah. In fact, nothing no, happens like in this film for an hour and ten killer? minutes. No, no, not mm. not that's not, true. Not that I can remember. I've completely forgotten a character we haven't even mentioned. The school janitor Sykes. Oh my God, Mr. Sykes, where do we... Let's get you off home. Let's get you off home. (laughs) Why is it enough to drink? Where Um, do we begin with Mr. Sykes? First of all, great name. And great name for your red herring, another red herring character. Yeah. Mr. Sykes. um played actually by a man i don't know his name was but i was like who the fuck is this guy and he's been in loads of horror movies as like creep number four like yeah he was very familiar so as soon as you see him you're like this is every horror movie character like ever Yeah. yeah yeah and but it was kind of disturbing that there was a scene where the teenage girl like pulls down her sh- entire shorts to flash Mr. Sykes. Like, oh yeah, what was that? Yeah. She gave full, <laughs> like, she gave it was no need. Ass. No need. Yeah, she gave him full don't... ass and then went, "You dirty pervert." Yeah, please don't like sexually assault the disabled caretaker of the school. <laughs> like, yeah, legit. That's what it was. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like these kids kind of had a lot of stuff coming to them in 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 fairness like they were they were dicks yeah they weren't great people but on that kind of train of you know was this a horror Mm, it's kind of a thriller one of the things that i think that the film could have really been improved by was would have been that if they've i'm a sucker for for a non-linear narrative and I think that if they had had not revealed everything that had happened in the opening scene as it happened and if it was instead kind of cutting back and forth between the two timelines yeah and it would have created this sense of mystery of why is this person after them and it kind of slowly yeah. and, and, you know the kind of instead of it was all out in the open so you automatically yeah. knew that the whole and that would have I think created a bit more Most suspense yeah, and made it more that. interesting it also made me realize that I know what you did last summer just blatantly ripped off this film like it is literally just 100% <laughs> I know it's like probably sacrilege to say, but I think they did it better. Like, I mean, I love I know I did last summer. And I feel like it did literally kind of just fill in a lot of the fucking potholes that prom night left. And like another thing as well is that it's like you have no fucking idea. Whereas like with prom night, you've got a list of people that it could be. And that's that's the you know, the only fucking people it could be. Whereas this is just like, oh my God, they hit that man. Who could have possibly seen them? You know what I mean? 
it's, it's just it, it weirds me because I'm just like, yeah, no, no I no, prefer to just does, not know it does anything. It a hell of a lot better, I think. It's even Sorority yeah. Row. Like, if you take like Audrina Patridge, you're like, it's clearly Audrina Patridge. Like, you would never suspect anyone outside of her or like a random fucking like sorority member. Like, you, like, I genuinely did not know who it could have been. Like, mm. and then when they bring in her sister and everything, you're just like, oh, it's her, it's fucking her. It's not her. Mm. Do you know It's like, it's just things like that where it's like, I just, I don't like having like, here is your set list of characters that you can choose from. Mm-hmm. It just, it just pisses me off. Cause I'm what, like, on that though, Danny, and it is my issue with Sorority Row, yes, you don't see the reveal coming, but there has to be a believable reason for the characters to do it. And I think that's where Sorority Row really falls down because I was like, this is not justification. No, it's like, I want you to be the perfect wife. So I need to kill everyone over this. Like I was like, what? That like that it, it just wouldn't happen. He would just break up with her and find someone else. Yeah. You know, like I just really liked. I love that twist that it was because it's so like true as well that you're like, Jimmy, because you've you've heard of so many like government conspiracies. Like you take Marilyn Monroe who got like knocked off because she was knocking off both the Kennedys. Do you know what I mean? Things like that. Really, you have to have such a clean image, and I just love that reveal. I thought that was great. And I would never have seen that coming, ever. And I'm like, again, he wasn't even for me. If you're trying to think of like, who could have possibly done this? He wasn't remotely in the with, equation. With for this, me. it's kind of like it's one of it's one of two people. Yeah. I kind of felt like, and then when it is one of those two people, you're like, right, okay. It's not. There's no like huge reveal, and you're like, wow, I can't believe it. I want to understand the reasoning for it. But does he even when he's revealed in the 1980 film? Does he even say anything? He gurgles. Yeah, she, she had hit him uh, with an axe. So. Oh yeah, of course. Did she hit him with? Yeah, she did hit him with an axe. Yeah, I yeah. kind of, I don't know. I kind of wanted something. I felt like the character needed something. Um, and of course, we understand the reasoning. We know, of course, that's a good enough reason as any. However, I would have liked to have heard something. Well, I kind character. of felt that way about the whole film. I felt like it was just always lacking something. I feel like, first of all, you've yeah. got a good hour and 10 minutes. And I don't mind a slow burn. I really, really don't. But there's an hour and 10 minutes of nothing happening. And It's where, a 93 and, minute movie, though, isn't it? So yeah it's it's just it's just over an hour and a half so like for it's only literally that last act and yeah we all love a third act bloodbath which is you know convention of genre as well but it didn't really kick off to me until wendy's chase scene uh which went on like for for quite a substantial amount of time but that's the first time Mm. that i think you kind of have that kind of excitement that it gets kind of exciting i mean and even at that point already like two or three people have been killed but it's not exciting it gets a bit exciting there and i have to say i was actually very jealous of her chase scene because as danny knows it is a fantasy of mine to be chased by a man with a knife yeah like not to be (laughs) be caught by him but it's always kind of been a thing that i just kind of love to happen and and survive so i was really jealous on as well or no i know maybe some kind of venetian mask i think i could be could be kind of into no the balaclava i'd be like that's lou lou get out of here I did love that he actually got his head cut off, which was the worst part of him. (laughs) You know, because he had an amazing body, and then it was like that was good, and it was kind of unexpected. I think, yeah, Um, yeah, that that coming. So obviously, after the chase with with Wendy, that is is that when Sykes like tries to notify everyone that someone's been killed, and they're just like, oh Sykes, (laughs) oh Sykes, you, you've had enough. She Ah, showed me her ass yesterday. Get it, (laughs) Sykes. She showed me a whole ass yesterday. Of course yeah. she did, Sykes. Get yourself off home. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, and the 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 terrible uh, PE teacher. No, she witnessed that whole ass showing experience. Did you notice the PE teacher has three girls on a bench practicing 
how to move a tennis racket. Yeah. So I instead remember. of learning to play tennis by actually playing the game, she's showing them like just how to like move their wrist. Like, what kind of fucking PE teacher is this? Like, just get on the court and just hit the fucking ball and see what She's happens. He's very so, much like, like, all right, girls, take it off, get in the shower, and bounce around for me. That's <laughs> like the kind of fucking PE teacher she is. There are, that is actually there was a lot of carry in this movie. I thought there was yeah. a lot of it was yeah. very legit. Yeah, I don't want to say rip off, but I, there was a lot of homage to carry mm-hmm. for a lot of it, and I did feel that way. But with the with the P teacher, I thought yeah. she was a bit of a a bit of a Miss Desjardins. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll let's be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, oh. so I guess we might as well just do the final final acts in in both of the films mm. so in the original um so in the original is when they crown king and queen but lou and it says here lou and his lackeys no i don't remember any lackeys, have lackeys? no yeah he did because yeah. they no because he was in the car he picked wendy up for the prom and there was like oh, two guys yeah. two like guys <laughs> like his greasers with his greasers. him yeah were they more attractive than him of course they were Oh I, yeah, of course they were. Like, sorry, yeah, like Mister Sykes was more attractive. Mister Sykes is more attractive. The, Bur- the burn sex offender was more attractive. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Freddie Krieger. Um, yeah. <laughs> Krieger. <laughs> so yeah, so Kim and Nick prepare to be crowned prom king and queen. They tie tie them both up. Lou takes his takes Nick's crown, but it's when the killer is getting ready to kill Nick because obviously Nick was one of the kids at the start. Mm-hmm. killer approaches which Lou. does that sorry to like completely interrupt here so i'm so sorry but that doesn't come out does it like she never finds out that he was there i know he yeah. tried to tell her yeah that's yeah i because yeah, he, he has her like they, they go for a walk and stuff and he's like yeah. i i like he's getting ready him, to tell I, her and then he yeah and then he, he doesn't and then and then no he, he does he, no he does he does he does he, he does says he? he says they killed my sister or something he know he does say it like very vaguely as she holds him it wasn't his sister though it was Kim's it was his sister. Brother's sister no it was kim's little brother's sister hmm. no it's the killers no it was kim's Their little brother who's Kim- curvy and gay and weird and yeah. like it was his he's the killer sister because it was kim's little sister yeah i know i know yeah <laughs> but like the little brother who was also the the victim's brother? Yeah, it wasn't yes. Mick. Mick, like the other guy, was there. Her boyfriend was oh, there. Oh, sorry, you're saying Nick doesn't know? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm so confused. So, now. No, sorry. sorry. Okay. So, so Nick, is there right? A moment, Kim... Is there a moment that Nick admits to Kim that he no. was there? When it oh, oh, he's sorry. Oh, he's sorry. thinking about, it, isn't he? He's trying to. She says yeah. that he's thinking about doing it. It's really weird, though, isn't it? Because you would think that there's so much tension there where her actual like her actual boyfriend was there and also people yeah. she's friends with were involved as well but as mm. you think that there would be a moment where it was revealed in front of them that's what i mean it doesn't come back with, around with the shock he of that it doesn't because he kills he kills and everybody before yeah it, anything could be revealed and then, thing, like he tries to tell you the kim i i and then she's just like what and then the bell rings oh, okay. just to go yeah. and then i'm like so does she ever find out that it was him? I, well, or... I'd say she knows because I mean she'd put it together if every if yeah. Nick was there and all the others were on that day and she was there as well and her and well, Alex she... left, 
then and she knows that she left that girl with those like it's strange that she didn't put it together sooner actually like what cover what story mean? what I'm cover like, story it's... did they use they were like yes we were there but then we left her there yeah. and she was alive when yeah, we left yeah she's like, on her own she just threw it their story? They, they they would have questioned, if they knew the kids were there they would have questioned them as well right they would have tried That's what I, mean. I was, I was really confused by it because I was just kind of like is that oh. like there's no issue and then like obviously when you find out who it is and she's like there she is and she's like on the floor with him and it's her brother and I'm like okay but like what the fuck happened to the other people who are all there and all responsible responsible like whatever the fuck mm. nothing happened and nothing was said and she didn't have a confrontation with anybody else no. who was there it needed who that. i think it needed that it, need, yeah. it definitely it definitely needed that it needed a moment didn't where even perhaps, address that. Mm. It even a moment even where she kind it. of feels like she's sympathizing with the killer in a way where she's yes like, yeah and no yeah. and i think you're so right i think it needed actually needed a moment for kim to have like a catharsis about it mm-hmm. do you know and if yeah. that happens it's going to happen off screen after the film you know that's what we're mm-hmm. supposed to, to think it yeah. didn't have any anything into oh yeah the, that's what i love to go oh, see yeah. films for to imagine what happened off screen <laughs> yeah. that's what i'm I pay still my living, ticket for. I'm yeah. still living <laughs> in the world of the film after i first saw it yeah he's lying on the floor crying and doing? Like, she's okay yeah so obviously that the killer approaches so was... you go ahead sorry <laughs> i was just gonna say like the killer obviously decapitates lou because yeah. the killer thinks it's Nick because he's got the crown on. I mean, I don't know. I, was, I suppose seeing Lou from behind is probably the best way to see him. Uh, and damn then right. This, this is a pr- <laughs> damn straight. This is a pretty good little scene there, where a little sequence where the severed head rolls into the dance floor. Yeah, that was prom, good. Yeah, prom goes oh, flee in horror. But you just wouldn't believe it, would you? If you're at a prom and a severed head goes flying in, you'd just be like, "Ha <laughs> ha, Lou, that's <laughs> Joker." <laughs> yeah. I heard Mister Sykes put him up to it. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> Um, and then, like the final brawl on the, is it just pretty much on the dance floor, isn't it? Between Nick, Kim, and the killer. Yeah, which up. is anticlimactic at best because yeah. it's it's not a big bloodbath like you're kind of hoping for or you imagine it would be. And that you know the film that has so many allusions to Carrie's and has such a similar vibe, and Carrie's has such a bloodbath. Yeah, I don't know. I think psychologically, I was building up to you know oh there's gonna be carnage on prom yeah. night like you won't be coming home but like it did it, it just didn't fell flat it? yeah it completely falls it just flat. falls off the cliff like there's no like i feel like at least i'm you know what i mean it's not normally my thing to say that i prefer a remake but there's a beginning a middle and an end whereas like the original is just like and that's it and yeah you don't get anything there's no closure there's no, at least you get like be... a fucking original story. You get like the backstory and the history, but then mm. that's it. And then you have like the other one that's like, you know what I mean? Because there's a moment like where I... Kim and the killer like stare at each other. And I think we're supposed to believe in that moment that she realizes who the killer is. Mm. And it even, but, but I don't know if I entirely felt it. I kind of, I don't know. I wasn't entirely sold. No, it does. It completely falls flat. Yeah. And his character, I feel like, was so forgettable that when they revealed him, I was like, oh, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if they had him, maybe put him in more scenes or that, you know. Yeah, but see, I I think they wanted you to not notice him so that you wouldn't even consider (laughs) it, do you know? Uh, But when you think about it, there's actually a bit of foreshadowing here when the scene where Lou attacks Kim and... Alex, the little dweeby guy, gets like 
quite violent and kind of reacts and the whole idea of protecting his sister um, would cause him to act in a violent manner. And then later when he's hauled into the principal's office and he says that, you know, he's like, did you start this? And he says, I, I was protecting Kim as in like my sister. Like there was this whole thing about mm. protecting his sister. So it, it kind of does plant yeah, a little kind of kind of thing there in terms of motivation and personality. And how, that is maybe yeah. it is how he would react. But I think you were kind of not meant to notice him. Shout out, by the way, to the brilliant misogynistic script writers as well, because in that scene, the principal is like, um, you know, he's like, I'm going to go easy on this kid because he's my son and not because yeah. you're the kid who assaulted my daughter. I was like, um, no, like, he does go, he does say something and then, and then the guy's like, it was Kim. And then he's like, and then he lets him go. No, but he's, yeah, but he's, he's still like, you think I'm going to go easy on him because he's my son? Well, you're right. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's like, that. you shouldn't go easy on him because he saved your daughter from getting assaulted. Yeah. Sorry. Like, literally me as a parent. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think we can all the... agree that they're both very fucking different and they're both told extremely differently for the fact that it's a remake. I mean, yeah, is I it think is it's I really, don't think it's, it's a the remake. name. It's I the think name it's alone. a reimagining. I would say it's not, um, the characters aren't even the same. It's not even the no, same no. character names. It, it could have been called anything else. It, it yeah, could, legit. Like, you know, it could have just had a, a, a prom themed name, and it, yeah. it never had to be kind of tied. I'd say it was only tied to it in the name, and I would say they had to pay a certain amount. Yeah, because um, I think to, to this, it, that's it. this final this final scene felt kind of pointless in in, mm-hmm. in the remake where obviously Fenton escapes dressed as a bellboy master of disguise oh yeah I saw that bellboy walk out it looks exactly like the man I'm looking for uh, and then it all obviously goes back to Donna's house um, where she just goes to bed as another bad dream um, and then Bobby just gets so her boyfriend Bobby gets killed in his oh, sleep. Oh yeah, totally dispatched. Um, yeah, just yeah. like her dad did. Like her dad did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then obviously th- there's a little bit of a fake out here of where Donna like gets in the in the in the cupboard, gets in the closet, and then you think the killer's coming upstairs, but it turns out to be Detective Wynn, mm-hmm. and then Fenton arrives behind her and then grabs her, stops her, stop her from screaming. You'd hear you'd hear what all the kerfuffle going on. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's like a violent struggle. Fenton like goes to stab Donna, which is like, if I can't have you, then you're dead. dead to me. <laughs> what kind of life is he expected to live after this? He's like, I killed, killed about 15 people and I murdered the person I was yeah. with. Yeah, like, no. no. It's like, it seems like that would be the last thing he would do. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It reminds me. So did, did you both see Halloween ends? Uh, yes. I, I haven't. I haven't. Is it good? Mm. 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 Uh, but i'm not going to spoil anything but there's there's a moment in this where somebody essentially says a very similar thing where they're like if i can't have this person then and then this person kills themselves as if like it's i thought the rule was if i can't have them no one no one can but then you kill yourself but then you've killed yourself so you've taken yourself (laughs) if i can't have them well i guess that's fine then (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess that's agreeable for everybody. I else. accept you, boundaries. <laughs> no, 
the world would be a much better place if that was yeah. how people handle that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, uh, I, I was, I, I was actually getting very concerned that in this final scene that it was going to turn out to be a dream, like a premonition of what her prom night was going to be like, and that none of it would have happened. There was so much, there was so much dream faking outing in this film. Do you remember that Fenton bloke? Yeah, he's just hugged himself in his cell. (laughs) Oh, great. I'm off to the prom. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it ends with, as he's about to stab Donna, Detective Wynn returns, shoots him in the chest. Ooh, jeez, he don't go down easily, does he? Wynn for the win. No. As no, a few, a few pops the suggest. Win. He's like, it take, takes a good four or five uh, shots for him to go down. And as he's falling down directly onto her, he's like, even in my last moments, I want to be close. Nah. To <laughs> I want to die on you. Oh, yeah. Um, like, that's my favorite thing when he's like falling and she's like, oh, yeah. She like, does a slow motion roll. That's so fucking funny to me. And when he gets uh, shot and he's like falling. And he has the knife in his hand and she's underneath him. Yeah. And he's like falling dead and she's kind of like, Ugh, and then like rolls out of the way. That's so, so dramatic and unnecessary. And I love it. Definitely. And then uh, Anton will the come back. Uh, it's over. It's finally over. He's definitely dead. He's not going to haunt her dreams for the rest of her life. All her friends are dead um, and her family. And, you know, but she'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> So that's how that one ends. The original, <laughs> just, the original just ends with obviously um so slow pan he, out. So he does die. Kim holding so, him. So Kim holding uh Alex, he does die in her arms, it says here. Yeah. Um and yeah. she weeps. It says she weeps for her late brother. She killed him. Mm. Yeah, what she did. So now who's she, she gonna didn't. kill on her rampage? Herself. If I can't have you, okay. <laughs> didn't the cop shoot him though? I don't think she shot him. She hit him with an axe. Oh, we're talking um, about the original, okay. sorry. The original. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, is, d- that is it. That's both the prom nights. Thank God. That's yeah, but over. then she 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 fucking if she bopped him with an axe and then it was like, Don't shoot him and like running out and oh, he's yeah. like yeah, you killed her. No, he just died from his his wounds. And he's, his, yeah, his he's gonna wound. die from his fucking axe wound, Kim. You fucking oh. scientist. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you what? I don't know. I just, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it just made me so angry. The entire movie made me so angry because I'm just like, it's such a straight. All right, okay. We've all watched oh, horror we movies. Strap yourself in. We're there. Here we go. <laughs> we're at this point now in my wine journey. Oh, no. Which, anyway, like, we're all at the point where, like, when horror movies, like, start to just not fucking make sense. Oh, here we Do go. I mean? At the sense we're... thing. We've already had this. <laughs> no, I just I mean... mean, how is she not just, like, how has nobody just fucking clocked him yet? Do you know what I mean? The hat. Like, the this... hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just dead. mean. My heart, like, the hardest thing I have to believe about horror movies is just, like, how is no one just kicked the shit out of this kid yet? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that he could take on. He's got, got, like, well, that's the thing. We're not even supposed to think that this killer's, like, got super strength or can, like... No! Sometimes with killers, like, can I teleport? What's going on? No. He's just a... But he couldn't, like, that kid, right? If you go back on this fucking kid who played this, like, do you know what I mean? The guy who played this kid... And you have like the little chunky guy, Seymour Butts or whatever the fuck he was called. Oh, 
and he's like able to kick him out of the van and then this he's able to get up and sh- no again, if you look at this little kid there's no way he's able to do that is that and what I'm like, kind of the scream franchise is kind of made popular there because obviously the killers no the matthew lillard can do anything he sets his mind to well matthew lillard i think i think he's except he's look afraid in, <laughs> he he's the killer in, he's the killer in scream he's yeah, always, me with getting, the his, phone, he's always getting his ass kicked He's always getting his ass. Oh, he's he gets a fridge slammed in his face. So TV, you know when you see, TV. you know when you see, yeah, you know when you see the breakdowns of like who killed who in the Scream movies. Like yeah, who's yeah. Killer. Matthew Lillard's definitely always the one getting his ass kicked. He's, yeah, he's tripping, tripping over though, and stuff. Yeah, he's him and yeah. and Ski Ulrich like were just incredible in that movie. Absolutely fucking incredible. Oh yeah, like just uh, the way they went on together and like it was. It's just. Oh. Sorry, I'm just, there's 100%. no other killers in any movie that I, I like I'm more. Saying, like, it's believable enough for a killer to be like a bit clumsy and a bit like useless. That's yeah, what I people. like. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. that that whole thing of like when you see them like um, just fall over or just try, they're not graceful. Where you have like Michael Myers, who just seems to glide, mm, yeah. even though like he's he's a human being. But you have yeah. someone who fucks up and who can't. Do you mean like? When I you watch it back and then you find out that it's either Billy or Stu, hmm. you can oh, totally right, fucking yeah. picture it's them because they're like fuck, fuck, and they're so clumsy yeah, and weird they're, about they're it. Teenage uh, boys. Like, yeah, that's their, the thing. Their just tone fucking... hasn't even developed yet. Like, yeah, completely. just yeah. stupid kids, <laughs> and you're like, and like the the whole head tilt. And, you know what I mean? Like they're just being fucking idiots. I love and, the like, scream head tilts. The scream oh, head tilts. So I, I do the scream head like, tilts and stuff iconic. all the time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. are you gonna kill me? Because I'm like the fucking first person, and they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. So that's, you know what I mean? it's the best. That's the prom nights. We've got, uh, we've got to move on to the, la- the next. There's more. You know, there's more. <laughs> I say, um, there's not much more. We're quietly winding down now. Um, so this is the I'm next section fun. of the. Of quietly, the sorry. Is, is his name game. never have us on again this well, is every episode <laughs> i'll have you i'll have you on again maybe in in uh, how long between the prom night and the remake 20 can we talk about years. scream maybe no, can we talk about years. scream no we're moving on to the game <laughs> so, <laughs> so the name game i'll give you a are you sure you want to open that bottle of wine danny just before we continue oh i've already opened it like 20 minutes ago, it's fine. Brilliant. Okay. Okay, name game. Name game. Name game. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a synopsis for a movie that sounds like prom night, but based on my clue, you have to work out what the movie is called. Okay. okay. Now it'll be quite obvious oh after like what was that? After you have to be yeah. quite obvious after one. <laughs> Danny, whatever microphone you're using is picking up like if you pick up a pen. Of it's my like, thing. I'm no, sorry. It, no, it's getting everything it's so funny. <laughs> I it's, told you it was a good mic. It's fine. It's, ter- it's horrifying ASMR. Um, okay, so I'll give you okay. I'll give you one, and then you'll be able to okay. work it out. So uh, the film's plot for this one follows a group of high school seniors who are targeted at their prom by uh, a, a couple of masked killers who end up in a brawl with each other at the end. Mister Cruz versus Mister Hanks. They end up in a brawl. Yeah, Mr. Like Cruz versus Yeah, Mr. Cruz versus Mr. Hanks. What what could this movie Wait, be called? Wait, the the principles do or the actual This movie is not prom night, but it sounds like <laughs> prom night. Mr. Cruz fighting 
Oh, I've ruined it now. Mr. Cruz brawling with Mr. Hanks. What year? What year? Can it we ask sounds, oh. it's, not, it's not a real film. It sounds like Oh, it's night. not a real film. Not a real film. Okay. So do I have to... It rhymes with prom night. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's something. Tom fight. Correct. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay, because Tom. Oh Cruise yeah, Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, that's really I'm, good. I'm a oh, idiot. I get it now. I get it now. That's I, the was, thing. I, I was going <laughs> through. I was going through like my knowledge of films. And I was like, I've never seen Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise in a movie. <laughs> like, it makes you feel any better. It's always the first one that everyone struggles with. So uh, that's great. I love I that. Of, I understand the universe of the game now. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's good. I'm glad to hear it. So this next film's plot follows a group of high school seniors, one of which asks their <laughs> asks somebody to the prom, who says no, but this person says. Oh, I'm not going to go, but Mr. Cruz. Tom might. Tom might. <laughs> I'm not going to go with you, but Tom might. Uh, sorry, it's too What Tom is one. that? What? Is that a movie? Tom no, none of, none of them are movies. <laughs> okay, Danny's no, not with us. I thought no. Danny was on board. I, I don't understand. Okay, all right, all right. This no, I'm, I'm good at this. This next film follows a group of high school seniors. No, no, it follows a group of people who are definitely of age to have sexual relations mm -hmm. involved in uh, a master-slave scenario. However, the one who's the master isn't very good at it. <laughs> oh, oh, damn light. Nearly. He's not very oh. good. Awful, awful at it. Dom shite. Dom shite, <laughs> correct. <laughs> dom light also kind of works like diet dom. <laughs> dom light works as well. We'll, we'll add that one on. We'll add yeah. that one on. I usually do five. I've only got four. So I can't believe it's not dom. <laughs> this makes no sense to me. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Um, and the last one, the okay. film's plot follows a group of high school seniors whose prom is ruined by somebody chundering all over the dance floor, which clears everybody out. Chundering. 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 Throwing up. Uh, Vom Fright. Vom Fright, correct. Yes. I it. have no idea how you're getting any of this. I am so good because I because I have a brain and I didn't fill my brain with alcohol during the course of this episode. Oh. That's all I've got. Then you're going to have to come on and talk about Chernobyl with us and I'll just put all of the questions in your favour. It's fine. Thank you. Please do that. Now, that's usually <laughs> my co-host Andy's part of the show. I usually struggle with doing the clues, so thank no, you for I thought, no, you did your great. participation. I, I thought you did a great job. I usually think he did great because you got all of them right. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. I yeah, correct. Correct. Okay, so now, now what we need to do is is rate the movie. We'll rate the movies. Um, A to F, uh, minuses and pluses are allowed. Um, how? Where are you going to fall with Prom Night nineteen eighty and Prom Night two thousand and eight? Okay. Um, I would give nineteen eighty. It's absolutely shite. Okay, Prom shite <laughs> to play your little silly game. <laughs> Um, but I so it's really really bad. However, what does save it for me is the choreographed dance scene. People mm. don't do it enough anymore. People don't do it enough in film anymore. I want to see that back in. And strangely enough, as I told you when I wrote my parody of the two thousand and eight film after I'd seen mm -hmm. it, 
my my 2008 film had a choreographed dance and song number so i was clearly picking up on something i was this I, needs to get made absolutely it, oh it never will it'll <laughs> prom night three <laughs> What? What? Did, Danny, what? did a ghost just flush the toilet in your house? <laughs> my, like, my earphone just fell out. I was like... This is some serious <laughs> ASMR going on. Your hair it's sounds not... like the seaside <laughs> during a Sorry, storm. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's back now, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, long story short, I give Prom Night a D minus. It just, 1980, D minus. It just scrapes a pass for me because the choreographed dance routine. Okay. Uh, so what? What about routine? What would have been? Without the oh, it just a full on F, just full on okay. F. But it just scraped a pass. I decided to be a generous um, marker on the exam. You know, it was like a bit I liked, and you know, he sounded kind of <laughs> he said he sounded kind of hot, so I <laughs> bumped it up a little bit. <laughs> you prefer um, 2008? Do you prefer it? Would you say? No, I absolutely do not because that lacked, yeah. famously lacked a choreographed dancer. But there's a lot of dancing, mm-hmm. but it was awful white people dancing. Um, if I was one of the yeah. black students at that school, I would not have gone to the prom. I would have left because I would have known <laughs> that that's what I was in for. I, I, I would have just spent all night in the corner making fun of all the terrible, unchoreographed and uncoordinated white people. So no, it gets an absolute. Uh, what's is there an F minus? Is that a thing? I don't think it is. I think. Uh, it's just like no comment it actually yeah it, it actually gets what i don't know if you have them in the uk but in ireland we have a thing called an ng which stands for no grade oh yeah which basically means that oh, if you okay. you can do worse than an f that's probably the lowest I, rating ever on this it, no look let's get real what was there to like <laughs> yeah i think that's you know true. yeah and just Danny? considering the era came from there was a lot mm. of really great bad slasher yeah. movies at the time like like story to row you know all of those house of, the house of wax a bit earlier all those there's a really good time for like bad horror and mm. some of them are so bad that they're good but this one does absolutely not yeah I'm there. yeah agree. uh danny how would you rate both of these films <laughs> um <laughs> the original i have to say i would give it i would say d minus i wouldn't give it an f oh where'd you get that idea from <laughs> oh, God. Just because just it together. It I don't know. I like there's there's parts of it that I'm kinda like, oh that's a bit fucking creepy. Like kids in general creep me the fuck out. So it's like the idea that they're playing this game at the start and they're like, kill, kill, die, die, or whatever the fuck they were saying. And I'm like, that could fucking happen. Like you could have a kid and a kid could fucking have another kid kill itself. Kill itself? What's fucking you know what I mean? You can have <laughs> yeah you can have that thing it's like oh we were just playing a game like if you take like say slender man for example slender and they're man. like those you have those two little girls that actually had their best friend killed because they thought that slender man wanted it mm. do you know what i mean like that, that was an actual thing so i'm like yeah no kids are fucking awful so i would give this one yep. like a d minus i would say because it's so much scarier than just this guy wants to fuck me and he'll kill my whole family if I don't fuck him. Because that's so yeah. common in today's world yeah. that you're just like, yeah, so you know what I mean? Would you rate, so would you rate the remake lower than D minus? Yeah, 
Yeah. The only reason that I'm rating the original as a D minus is because I enjoyed watching it a lot more and I actually had to guess who the killer was because I didn't even yeah. think like I mean I know like I didn't think it was gonna be the brother. Um but with the other one I'm just kinda like no she's just literally like this fucking older guy fancies her tries to kill people it's just entitled Nonce. white straight nonce man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And like there's no mystery he's hot, for that. though. He <laughs> is hot but like do you know what I mean? I just, I just feel like, yeah, the the original yeah. was still terrible, but the whole plot and the whole everything was was a lot better than the remake. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna go fairly similar. I was thinking just like a straight, straight D for the for the original. Mm, Maybe my like favorite. a D, a straight D. A straight, it's incredibly straight. This D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Long straight hard maybe, maybe like I'm just thinking about how I've ranked it against like other films from this sort of era. Mm. Maybe like a D right okay, so let's go for a D plus the original. Ooh. Just because <laughs> it's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it, it's got it's a little bit more interesting than the the remake, which I think is just a straight up thriller essentially, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so let's go for a D minus for the, the remake. Just I'm not gonna rate it super super low because I think I've watched films for this podcast which I find completely unwatchable, and despite the fact that yeah, sure, ev- despite the fact that everyone's an idiot and it's it's not a horror film at all, I still watched and was engaged by it. But yeah, I I, I completely agree that both of the films are pretty shit. So, but still, can I just say as well, like side note for the movie, doesn't Britney Snow have very beefy arms that I feel like she'd be able to like the dress that's why that's why the shawl was so important to her (laughs) that's what I mean she's hiding her beefy arms but I feel like she'd be able to properly fucking take on anyone who came at her because the arms she's stocky like you know Brody Dahl from from the distillers like she had quite beefy thick arms that you know yeah she's hot and she's gorgeous but she'd fucking kill you like that's how i feel about britney snow if i feel physically threatened by a woman i feel like i'm i find her more attractive yeah that's what i mean she's just like fucking she's just built like and then she has that shawl around her and you're like well that just like it cuts off at the exact right point out of it. You know what I mean? Where I can see your fucking shoulders, and she's like, she hulking all over the place. And I was like, Brit, yeah, no, I get it. I know she'd fucking batter you. But that's the thing. Or like, you know I mean, where Jamie Curtis was just like, I'm just 47 years she old. Even she's I'm also 17. eight foot, she's eight foot tall. So like, <laughs> sorry, can we talk about <laughs> it? It takes, it takes a lot of strength to wield a fucking axe. And there's no fucking bother. She fucking They're practically, so heavy. Lifted, They're she so practically heavy. lifted the killer off Nick with one arm at one point yeah. and threw him across the room. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie is... Amy's a bit of a beast herself. Oh, but she's this fucking queen. Like, she can do anything and I would never question it. Yeah. Like, literally, oh my God. She liked one of our posts when we had our original account that we can't log oh, into. Oh, that's cool. Maybe she'll like, she like one on a, on a new account. Uh, yeah. Not, on not the when she account. hears what we said about her hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was I think she gets it, though. She seems the type that knows. she'd be like, she fair. Knows. She knows. Fair. She knows what she but does. Yeah, that's the thing. Talking like her and Scream Queens, not our podcast, but the show. Oh, 
mm. legend. I feel like that's how she is in real life, except for the Kuru. But I feel like, exactly. yeah, other than that, that's who she is. So have you watched Game of Queens, Ben? No, I've not seen. I've it's not seen so Game good. Queens. It's on Disney. If you yeah. haven't seen it, it's got Emma Roberts, um, yeah. obviously Jamie Lee. It's very good. I've heard quite a lot. I think you'll like it. Never... Okay, I'll check it out. Um, so, where can our listeners keep up to speed with you both and your podcast and a new episode of Scream Queens, which will be out next week? Uh, on behalf of Danny, I would okay. like to thank you for having us on today. Um, no, uh, where you can catch up with us is kind of an interesting one because we've been on hiatus for so long. We haven't really been mm. managing our Instagram accounts, but we do have an Instagram account. It's scre- at Scream Queens Podcasting. Um, it's not just the other Scream Queens podcast because um, they're already they're already there. Um, Danny is telling me that there's an S at the end of the Scream Queens account. Scream apparently Queens started a new one. So if you okay. look at us on either Scream Queens Podcasting or or Scream Queens Podcast stings uh, but the best way to really keep up with us is to uh follow our podcast wherever it is that you that you listen to your podcast because really th- that's you know what we do we're not overly active on instagram i have to say and danny danny has clearly set up a new account so she'll be active on it for about two weeks and then she'll probably delete it so it is that <laughs> if you are interested that you just listen to the podcast yeah, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Please listen. Please listen if you like nuns or what was the other thing? Butter, butter, butter churning, so, butter churning. Specifically, um, it has to be freshly churned. <laughs> okay, so um, well, thanks very much to everyone for listening. If you enjoyed the show, thanks. become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Thanks to our current patrons, including John Crinan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller, Lane Spencer, Ollie Child, Leslie Carlo, Ju- Julia Bilgren, Nick Spill, Troy Bursch, and Pazuzu. Oh, and Rosalind Harness as well. Thanks to Taj Easton for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Please consider giving us a rating or review. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And next week, we'll be talking all about possession with returning Luke Condor. But thank Ooh. you very much for joining us. Danny and Connor. No, thank you pleasure. for having us. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Really mean Danny's that. Danny's gone mute for some reason. This is um, so good. No, this is the best. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she hasn't been got by a mass killer with a, a shard. Oh, oh you know, too, too bad. <laughs> yeah, it oh. happens. Maybe she's gone upstairs to get her shawl. Well, there is a mysterious man walking around her house in the dark because I've seen him come into frame a couple of times and it's been a bit worrying. So, skin oh, him a rink. Skinnerink. Uh-huh. She's been skinnerinked. Uh-huh. Okay, see you later. Until Bye. Next time. Thanks again. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.